interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to the Salt Report, where four of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt regarding video games, cosplay, comic books, and so much more. I'm Jake Leinhart, and I'm here with Kay. Hi. And Nikki. Hey. And Jesse. Yo. Yeah. And we're all here. The family's back at it again. Gang's all here. Episode 51. I guess let's jump into the sponsor in our hearts. I, di- I didn't tell you ahead of time, but it's Scoop Diddy Poop. There's so much that happened on the internet since the last time we recorded. A lot happened on the internet this weekend. Well, that's because fucking Kanye went on a fucking, like, like, journey of destroying his own career. Yeah. Starting with announcing that he loves Trump and that he has a signed Trump hat. Yeah. To then being like racism was a choice. I mean, well, it was no, it was worse slavery. than that. Slavery uh, was a choice. Uh, that was the next fucking thing he said. Yeah. And then he was like hanging out with Trump and eating dinner. And it was like, what is happening? Doesn't, yeah. he, doesn't he kind of do this weird shit worst every now and again? Like, yeah, it is every, the worst every couple timeline. of years he does like bizarre bullshit. Oh, it's so weird because yeah. too, because he like, because everybody was saying Kanye was in the sunken place, right? And yeah. so he posted this picture of his house, and he's like, from the sunken place, right, to tell us that his house was so fly and like he was so great and blah blah. His house is all white. Everything yeah. inside is white, yeah. and he has like, no art. This does look like the house from it's like Get sterile. Out. So yeah. it's like it's so scary, and I was like, why? <laughs> why does? Kanye live in like one of those houses that you like just show like a model house like does he sit on his furniture he's, he's in the sunken place Jesse <laughs> it's wild and then he drops like a single like, and everybody's like may- maybe he's crazy but he's still doing good music and the wildest thing is I don't know if you actually heard the track but like the build up is this like super dope beat and you're like yo Kanye's back we got Kanye back, and then it breaks down to scoop dee dee boop, poop dee woop dee scoop dee poop, and you're like, is what that? The hell? Wait, so that Wait, was that real? Really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He I actually thought says scoop dee doop, scoop dee poop. Scoop. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's called, what he actually yeah. says. It's called like lift yourself, and it was like if you go to KanyeWest.com, he has another single that's an it's it's yay versus the people. I don't want to go to KanyeWest.com. <laughs> it's wild. It's literally it's like his house. It's just a white play page, and it has like the one thing you can click to listen to "Lift Yourself," the AKA Scoop Diddy Whoop song, and then the other song is called "Yay versus the People," and it's him defending like I guess why he supports Trump against Ti, and I guess Ti is representing the people. So I haven't even listened to that because I'm like, I don't want to give it, you know, I don't want to give it an opportunity. (laughs) I, ooh, I like, and sometimes I think about, like, I was laying in bed and I I think I dropped it in the chat how I think about that, that this is the same man who did When It All Falls Down. (laughs) Right. Which is the same guy that did the college dropout. (laughs) Yeah, the college dropout album. And I was just like, like, he's always kind of had a big head, but like, what? Like, there's, like, a point where, like, he just lost his fucking mind. It was at that concert that Snoop Dogg was at when he was like, nobody (laughs) wants to hear this. (laughs) You remember that? So, yeah. 
It was like yeah, the first time he talked about Trump, and God. and Snoop Dogg was there. <laughs> And he was like Snoop Dogg being the voice of reason, right? He was like live tweeting while he was smoking a joint, and uh, like videos of him talking about how nobody wants to hear this Kanye. Like, shut up, basically. <laughs> He's like, shut up and perform. He's like, Snoop Dogg's people, too old for your bullshit. Snoop Dogg's like, people paid money for this. They paid money to hear you talk for an hour. They didn't. Aww. And he's like, this wasn't a TED talk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It, that one song is called "Lift Yourself." I think it's maybe a minute. It's almost worth it just to to hear the madness because Scoopy it starts Scoop. off with one of the coolest beats I think I've ever heard Kanye make. Um, and then you're like, oh, this is going to be dope. Like we got old Kanye back. And then he says something like, y'all want bars? And then it goes into this like, boom, boom, boom. It's just drums and bass. And he's all scoop, dee, dee, boop, scoop, dee, doop, dee, poop, scoop, dee, dee, poop. So I don't know if it's, if it's honestly his insanity or him actually trolling everyone, but hmm. it's almost like, who cares? Because it's just. It's, it's I don't know. Annoying. We're all in the sunken place. <laughs> and the the guy at TMZ, the guy at TMZ had the a point. champion, the champion who basically told <laughs> yeah. him that you're so rich, nothing can touch you. But everybody else, like all the actual human beings in the street yeah. and then living in their fucking life are being destroyed every single day by this man and his policies and are like holding on to life and you can sit there in your ivory tower and talk about how great you are and like the thing is he's the same as trump because he's like oh i built my kingdom by myself and everybody needs to build their own kingdom i'm like bitch you went bankrupt do you remember do you remember (laughs) when you went bankrupt (laughs) asking zuckerberg for money you asking Zuckerberg for money? Fucking asking Facebook for money. Yeah. Your fucking sugar wife, fucking Kim Kardashian. Like, I don't understand. You're gonna tell me to pull myself up by my bootstraps, but you're gonna sit there and you begged for money and fucking like went fucking bankrupt because you can't take care of your own fucking financial situation and then you're gonna turn around and tell poor people that you know them perish (laughs) you decided to be poor like fuck you you're lucky that your fucking (laughs) wife was like feeding you with that titty okay because you would (laughs) have starved otherwise yeah but scoop titty whoop scoop Scoop titty whoop (laughs) So uh yeah that that was the 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 Kanye madness that that who oh boy happened. It so I guess we'll never speak of it again. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to say was... we'll never speak of it again and then And then next week yeah. Kanye is There's like... going to be a sequel to Scoop Diddy Poop. Well, I mean what I was so trying like... to say earlier is that there's a little bit of a pattern for this like when he went bankrupt he lost his mind for like mm-hmm. 2 weeks and then went quiet. So hopefully the time where yeah. he shuts up will come soon. Yeah. Or he's like, he apparently he went to a therapy center and he came out like this. There was a, a interview where he was saying that he, he uses the world as his therapist, which I'm like, that's not going to help you. The world is a terrible place. <laughs> no, I'm pretty right? sure yeah. he checked into a facility. The world as in... Oh, did he? Deal. Yeah. So <laughs> after that Snoop Dogg or... concert... <laughs> 
Uh, he did check into a mental facility. Who knows how long he was there, but... Yeah, probably not long. Probably yeah, not he has long. this new interview with, um, uh, this uh, radio DJ. Well, not, he's not a DJ, but a radio personality called Charlemagne the God. And that guy Charlemagne is, like, he's one of those dudes that's, like, he'll, like, he'll go after you. He doesn't care. But yeah. he has been doing therapy. So it's, like, kind of, like, this cool thing seeing, like, him going through ter- therapy and how it's actually helped him as a radio person and he yeah. actually is the person like championing hey go to therapy see a therapist you know talk it out and in the interview he asked him like yo like maybe that's why he asked him like oh i heard you went to therapy and he's like no nah, man i'm like my own therapist i use the world as a therapy and i'm like i'm like oh my god like Kanye, it's a bad yo. idea yeah. <laughs> and like the thing is I, look, I told my friend i was like hey i've had like quite a few mental breakdowns in my life like real real bad situations but i never woke up from one of them and was like you know what i think i'll go get a trump hat like that's just that i never woke up from one and was like you know what i'm gonna start oppressing people now like that's not that's that's him that's all him and it has to do with like his ego that we've known existed for like since the dawn of time mixed in with his narcissism and if he's never checking himself like, if he's never, like, having someone call him on his shit, he's just feedback looping on his own bullshit. Yeah. And you know that's what what's say? happened. Like, I almost feel like maybe he has always been kind of crazy. But it wasn't oh, yeah. until his mom passed away. Oh, yeah. That, like, there, were, there was no more lion tamer to keep the lion at bay. <laughs> like, we lost the lion tamer. And now we just, like, escalated into, like... Yo, I wish your mom was still around to put you in check. Because yeah, I my... felt like his mom was his anchor, and like he, once yeah. his mom passed away, he wild out. Because my twisted dark fantasy was the album that he did when his mom passed, and that one was incredibly like, like it had some bangers, but mostly it was like him talking honestly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And he goes back on it later about how. In on that album, he talked about suicide, and he's like, "But I'm too good for that." Blah 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 blah. But like in that album, he talked about suicide. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, I I think that album specifically is the last album where you ever actually see any part of Kanye. And then after that, it's just he's just selling us bullshit. Like when he sells <laughs> us his white T-shirts that are just white, just plain white, and he'd be like, "That'll be a hundred dollars, please." And he's like, and you yeah. know why I do it? Because I can. And people will buy it. Yeah. And I, like, he's, not, he's <laughs> like a fucking monster. Like, I know he's like, I'm hustling, <laughs> yeah. but like, just the, he's like, that's he's like a cartoon villain. Yeah. Or like, the, yes. it was him talking about like how you just have to randomly connect yourself to brands. And he's like, like Lady Gaga. I don't know why he says her name like that, but he's like. Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. um, he's Gaga. like, Gaga. I love a few of her songs. And he's like, but what the hell does she know about cameras? Because she was like the face of Polaroid for a while, right? Yeah. Him, which I'm, I have beef with Adidas about. Uh, yeah. I'm Baffled. like, I can't, I can't buy from you, Adidas. But then someone was like, hey, did you know Adidas sided with Hitler in Nazi Germany? And I was like, what? And then I went back and did research, and I realized that that, that was actually true. So um, friendship over with Adidas. <laughs> Reebok is now my friend. No, she- <laughs> okay. Okay, we got to move on. <laughs> yeah, like, who's... Who sponsors them? Lupe Fiasco. 
<laughs> it's a wrapper for every shoe out there. Uh, jumping into some free salt. Um, I actually got quite a bit, but the good note is I don't have that much salt. So I'm probably just going to spend a lot of time in pre-salt this time. Um, so I got to watch some of uh, Black Lightning. Uh, that's on Netflix that? now. And uh, I guess if you don't know what Black Lightning is, it's a DC character. So it's it's along with like Arrow and Flash and Supergirl. This is one of those CW shows. And it's really good. Like, I kind of got into Arrow, like, the first and second season, and then I fell off, and then I heard it got bad. And then I never really got in The Flash, but the couple episodes I saw were cool. Not to upset some people who don't like lesbians, but guess Uh what there's going to be in Black Lightning, Nikki? What? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's... It's it's actually pretty funny because like me me and my wife were watching it together, and um, so the scene comes up where like if it's one of his his oldest daughter is actually lesbian, and so there's yep. actually like the scene that's like post like sex scene, and they're kind of like talking and like snuggling in bed, and they're being like actually super adorable. Like the one daughter is all like, "Girl, you so fine," and then the <laughs> other her girlfriend's all making fun of her like, "I'm so fine." She's like, "Well, I didn't say it like that." She's like, "Yes, you did." So they have like a super cute like post sex moment or whatever, right? And then um, later on, like, I guess, you know, stuff happens with the daughter. And then later on, she's kind of like in this place where she's flirting with this other girl. And my first thought was like, why is she flirting with her? Like, that's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Then she ends up at a party where she's dancing with a girl she flirted with. And her girlfriend shows up and her girlfriend's like, what the hell is going on? And then she's like, I was just dancing. Dancing isn't cheating and blah, 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 blah. But obviously it feels like she's like trying to wreck her relationship. And... Of course, a lot of stuff happens, and then I was kind of in and out because, you know, changing a diaper or whatever, you know, family stuff. Yeah. And then so I looked, I turned to my wife, and I'm like, wait, what happened between the post, you know, cutesy sex scene or post-sex scene where they're being cute with each other after to now? And then she's like, I don't know. I think we're just so distracted by how beautiful they were. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my wife had this moment where we're like, oh my gosh, they're like really beautiful. And so she's like, yeah, I think we were just so distracted by how beautiful they were. We didn't pay attention to any of the dialogue. (laughs) So maybe they actually, maybe they actually had a tiff at the end, but we were just so like, wow, they're, because they, they actually are like super adorable and cute. So, um, that's like a plus and then like she ends up being i'm assuming gets powers and all kinds of other cool stuff from some of the spoilery stuff i saw online but um overall it's like really man like the opening scene is one of those where um he gets like him and his daughters are like driving to like a to a high school because he's a principal of a high school as i guess like his day job right and um so they're going to the like this special event like i don't know if, i can't remember if it was a fundraiser but it's a special event and he they get pulled over in the rain and they're he's driving like a volvo or like a station wagon type car or whatever and like the cops are giving him crap and like you know one pulls a gun on the daughter and they pull him out in the rain and then like they pull him to the like handcuff him throw him to the back of the car and then have a lady like is this the man and she's like no and like he's like you know they don't tell him anything all right goodbye sir and like he's just like what's going on like you know i demand to know like you know you pulled me over and they're like oh well there's a person that robbed our store and you know we're looking for a person he's like so i you know a man in a suit in a family car with his daughters massive description of a person that robbed her you know and obviously they pulled him over because it was black and it was just like one of those things where I was as I was watching it, like I felt the rage build up in me because this happens to so many people. 
you know, people of color, you know, black men and mm-hmm. women out yeah. there. And it was just like one of those where it's like it's it was just so wild how like this righteous, I guess, indignation came over me where it's like I'm like, please zap them with your electricity powers right now. Like they deserve it. But yet how he still like even though he was angry and had the right to zap him, I guess he didn't. And like it's one of those where it's like I know as not being a black man, like I will never experience that kind of injustice. But at the mm-hmm. same time, how people of color and especially black men and women don't really get the credit for the amount of like they probably have the right to strike back and yet they somehow find the courage to be the better person to have more character and instead do stuff like you know peacefully protest and stuff like that so it was just one of those where it's hitting these kind of social things really well and I think John even kind of mentioned it when I was tweeting about it that like I guess him and Jeremy were talking about it and a lot of the social issues they cover are almost a lot better than the superhero stuff and the superhero stuff that I've seen so far and this is like still like the beginning of the first season is still pretty dope like it's still a little like rough because you know first seasons usually tend to be a little rough as they figure stuff out but man like I remember just feeling like so angry for him and like no like I can't believe this is happening every day in America to to innocent guys like this and so like it was like really powerful and stuff um but other than that the show is um it just has a cool vibe like he's like an older dude like you know what i mean he's like he used to do like superhero stuff and now he's old and he's kind of getting back in the game so they have moments where like his back hurts and stuff like that because he's an old man superhero um and it does kind of like this cool thing that luke cage did where luke cage had really cool music Mm. Um, this show has really cool music. A lot of it is mostly like um, jazz, which kind of, I guess, fits the character because he's an older um, hero. I like but it that. just fits so good. And then, like, I don't know, my wife is on point with jokes while we were watching this because she's like, she's like, oh, man, like, it has, like, a soundtrack like Luke Cage but without coffee or, like, less <laughs> coffee, which I don't know if anybody's seen Luke Cage, but I anytime Luke Cage it. says, let's go for a coffee, yeah, it ends up being sex or whatever. Oh, so. my God. Um, she's like, yeah, it's like Luke Cage with like a lot less coffee. But Ew. I'm like, it's also on the CW. So Luke Cage is fucking Netflix, hot. Okay, so I will say. <laughs> yeah. There's so much sex mm. in Luke Cage. Like right. I was not prepared. Like I started watching Luke Cage. I was like, what? Oh right. my! Oh my God! I got more like sex. two episodes and then, in, and I'm just like, what the fuck? What's the and time to titty of like... Luke Cage? Um, yeah, like fucking... the other, the other Netflix Marvel series that came before it, like were dirtier than the movie sure but they didn't have a ton of sex in them either so yeah i it was a little disarming because i'm just like i why are why uh, okay this is happening again okay and it's not like here for superheroes and i got and i got fucking sex sex so much sex sex. i if you fast forward through the sex in luke cage (laughs) you're missing like a good chunk of the show right yeah you miss like half the you miss show. like half the show <laughs> anytime you hear the word coffee expect sex because like mm-hmm. they're never going actually out for coffee i mean like, him, and, uh, for... him and jessica jones are like one of the only people who like have a child like that mm-hmm. you see in the mm-hmm. comics yeah i love when they just hand that child to people and the other superheroes <laughs> uh fucking jessica it's confusing because there's a lot of jessicas but uh wonder uh, not fuck jesus christ spider woman okay even though she's not any way related to spider-man it's very confusing but that jessica um they like 
she notoriously is bad with children and uh jessica jones is like hold my child and she's like what yeah. what do i do with this <laughs> yeah it's good but so yeah that was um that was black lightning um then my other pre-salt was i beat monster hunter world Ooh. i didn't realize how close to the end i was but it i was like i should have known because there was like a rush of like three monsters mm-hmm. but i was still like under leveled and so I was like, oh, like, it's probably not the end. It's probably just some big lead up or whatever. And then, no, yeah, it would lead up to, like, the end. I'm like, oh, well, cool. So <laughs> I beat it. And, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Which, like, it's weird because it's like I beat it, but then you really don't because you get to level 16 at, like, your hunter rank. And it feels like, I don't know if you can go till forever, but I've seen one person with, like, 159. And you tap out at 16 before you beat the game. So I'm like, what is they? What are they doing that they're at 159? And then there's like they introduce this monster, like this big like T-Rex looking dude, and you can't even fight him until you're level 50. I mean, unless you find him in the wild, but like, even if you survive, like usually they'll run away before the fight's over because it's kind of like a free, like sandbox version of it. You're mm-hmm. not actually specifically hunting them. So like. Most of the time, because you're so under level, you're not going to kill him. So I'm like, wow, like, it's almost like, okay, we're not going to throw any more story stuff at you, but now we're going to throw all these other monsters and then probably DLC monsters and stuff like that. So I guess I beat the game, but not really, because hmm. <laughs> it's just like, you can go home or stay on the island, and kill more monsters. And of course, it's like, stay and kill more monsters. Um, so, but it was still cool, like, seeing the little cutscenes and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, that was Monster Hunter World. And then I watched the new John Mulaney Kid Gorgeous special. I and um, I know I know I kind of talked mm-hmm. a little bit of smack on on him the last time because of uh, his what's it called on uh, Seth Rogen's comedy special. Yeah. But Kid Gorgeous is pretty pretty great. Like the only complaint I had was I felt like his closer wasn't as strong as uh, one of his like jokes in the middle. Like one of his jokes in the middle was such a good callback. That I was like, is this his closer? But it wasn't his closer. It's really fun. If you like John Mulaney, then if you like his last special, you're going to like this one even more. Like, I'm pretty sure you're going to probably love this one, Kay. Because I know you like John Mulaney's comedy. Um, I guess. Okay. And then the next one is I watched. Um, I'm probably not going to pronounce this right. Agretsuko. Oh, yeah. It's on Netflix. It's like yeah, this like Agretsuko. super cute. Agretsuko? Yeah, it's yeah, like... Yeah, because, like, I, aggressive what? and just... just <laughs> yeah, she's, like, this super adorable, like, Hello Kitty-looking character. Yeah, she's a red panda. But then she's into death metal. Oh, yeah. And then so she's got the kanji for, like, rage on her forehead <laughs> when she's, like, singing death metal. And it's, it's usually, really like, good. this, like... Yeah, she's, like, super cute and, like, her, like, work life sucks. And so she has, like, this terrible, like, like shitty boss. Like, even says, like, translated in Japanese still says shitty boss. <laughs> like, all these, like terrible people that she works with or like if they're not terrible they're just weird like one's a gossip and like (laughs) it's such a funny episode because she like she has something going on and so like the cover because she knows how bad this person the gossip is she's like oh well i i couldn't poop for a couple days and then all of a sudden the whole office knows that she was constipated for a few days and so like everyone's like did you get one out today we're rooting for you and like so embarrassed or whatever that like She's like, maybe I should have just told the truth instead of having everybody believe I was constipated. But, um, 
Yeah, and then she'll go to like this karaoke bar and just rock out with some crazy death metal. And they've got I watch I didn't realize there you do um, subs, um, so I watched the dub. But the dub is cool because she has this really cute voice. But then when they do the death metal, I'm assuming it's a dude like doing death metal, like, <laughs> and it's just like, my boss is a freaking asshole, bruh. I'm like just pretty much just venting her whole day in this like death metal or whatever. So I I recommend it. It like had me busting up and and it was hilarious. Um, and then I I kind of swapped these, but. Um, Childish Gambino. Yeah. This is America. That's a good single. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. It's a good single Gambino. and a really cool music video. And yeah. crazy cool music video. And then I guess he killed it as Saturday Night Like It was the weekend for like Childish Gambino. And Donald Glover did was... good this weekend. Yeah. yeah. He was trending like he was the top three trending on Twitter apparently as like Childish <laughs> yeah. Gambino, Donald Glover, and This is America. Yeah. <laughs> So like, he was killing it. So it's really good. If you guys haven't seen it, you know, listeners, I recommend go watching it. Um, the song itself is dope, but like watching it with the video, mm. the visuals that go along with it is just like whoa. And yeah, like man, like it's crazy. Like people are like, like it's it's such like a piece of um, art um, that like it's really cool seeing different people's interpretation. Even some of the funny ones, like the the one that I saw was. Um, the opposite ends of like Twitter where one is like there's a scene at the very beginning where he's holding a gun kind of like weird looking. Yeah, yeah he's posing then, in a really strange yeah. way while he's Yeah. And then like they say like, Oh, this is him actually posing in the way they would draw um Jim Crow. And then someone else was like, oh, the fools in Atlanta shoot guns weird. So it's like the two opposite spectrums of, of like Twitter of not getting the art piece. But at the same time, it's, you know, he left it kind of open-ended to interpret how you want. Yeah. And it's so also it kind, kind of, of interesting. interesting that, like, I would not say that Childish Gambino has widespread appeal. Like, it's not, at least here, they don't play him on the radio, really. And, like... A yeah. lot of people are like, "Oh, I didn't know Donald Glover did music," but this one's kind of kind of went viral, and so a lot of people that otherwise wouldn't yeah. listen to uh, it. Have I guess seen maybe because I'm from Cali, like it, this is the place where you would hear yeah. Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah like because I've heard J- Childish Gambino on the radio in my like, neck of the woods. Like they don't, <laughs> at least not as much. They don't. I have never heard him on yeah, the radio. Because we like when three thousand and five so. came out, it was three thousand and five nonstop. And then um, we had Telegraph Ave, I think, which makes sense because Oakland um, play on the radio. And then we also had, uh, I have heard Sober play on the radio, I feel like. So I don't know if this will play on the radio. Meanwhile, on Utah Facebook, a bunch of people are like, did you guys know that Donald Glover made (laughs) rap music? <laughs> yeah. And then you go on Spotify and he has all this music on Spotify. You're like, Whoa! Yeah, he's made like four yeah. albums, right? So it's like yeah. he's got quite a backlog. If you're just discovering him now, yeah, I've been listening. Somebody, so one of I was in the car and my friend was like, "You listen to Childish Gambino?" And I was like, "You need to sit down and buckle up because I've been listening to Childish Gambino since the first album before I even knew who the fuck Donald Glover was." So like, Glover. I was like, "Who the fuck is Donald Glover?" And then, um, as my friend was like, "You've never seen Community," so then I was forced to watch Community. Pretty good. He's so good in it. And then I had to watch. Um, uh, I did. I watched a couple of like his stand-up things. 
which I'll <laughs> never forget the one where he's like, I was a grown man. I paid bills when I realized that his name with you just put the it, it's dong lover. So, <laughs> so I love his stand up bit about that that uh, Donald Glover for Spider Man campaign. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Why don't we just oh, make man. Michael Sarah shaft? Uh yes, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, and he even had the Kanye bit too where he's all like you go to a Kanye concert and he's playing a bear, like a live bear. Oh yeah. And he's like the <laughs> and he's like the bear wants to eat him, but he's like I have too much respect for you. You made graduation. <laughs> but um yeah, so Childish Gambino like killed the weekend, so that was pretty dope. And then, um, yeah, my last little bit of pre-salt, I guess, is, like, self-promo, like, shameless plug. But uh, I was working on music, and, like, I'm, like, mad, like, bootlegging it. I'm actually, like, recording it on Audacity, which I'm, like, I don't like recording on Audacity <laughs> other than the podcast. Because it's just straight vocals, and that's easy. But, like, trying to, like, mix and all that stuff like that, I'm, like, ah, nightmare. But <laughs> I still tried it anyways. And I put out, like, a little Spotify single, because I did this thing through distro kid that like i guess if you pay 20 bucks you can put out as many songs as you want um for a whole year and um they'll put it everywhere like i guess on like spotify and apple and google and everything so it's like screw it i'm gonna try, <laughs> I'm gonna try and invest in myself and give it one like year of like going for it even though i'm doing everything bootleg and having to learn everything all over again um, but yeah, I put out a song and, um, I actually let Jeremy listen to a few of the songs and like, cause I guess I kind of trusted him to like break my heart if he had to, <laughs> he's like, uh, Jake, maybe go back and work on this. But, um, he said some nice things about this song in particular. So I was like, oh, well then I'll put it out there for everyone else to listen to. So, um, yeah, if you have Spotify or whatever streaming thing of your liking, there's like title and I'm like on everything cause this this distro kid puts my music everywhere. Mm. So Google, uh, I don't know, Google Play, Exposure. Apple Music, iTunes. Yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> um, Deezer, I don't even know what Deezer is, but if you use Deezer, my song is on that. Um, and it's called um, Build on the Foundation. And um, please listen to it and let me know what you think. And then that's my pre-salt. Hell yeah. All right. Um, well, obligatory costume progress update. Um, I've been working on Azra from the Arcana still, and I'm working on his ridiculous multicolored coat. Um, there's been a couple of costumes I've done, especially since I cosplay from, like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where I'm just like, this costume's hideous. I can't wait to wear it. And so, like, I'm kind of going <laughs> through that right now with Azra, because, like, his coat's hideous. It's got, like, it's mostly black, and then it's got red panels in the front, and then it's got, like, pink and blue stripes on it. Uh, on the back and like this complicated um, black and white and gold like applique design um, on both corners of the coat and then also on the shoulders and it's just like I'm just like man this coat's ugly and it's going to be awesome (laughs) so um, (laughs) and it's definitely getting to that point now with my version of the coat because I'm starting to add the ugly pink and blue uh, stripes to the back and more on that later but uh, it's coming along nicely, and I'm hoping that I'm going to have it done within the next couple of weeks. Um, so, Because I, I just got this coat and, like, a pair of pants to make, and then it's finished. And then I can start on the next one. Nice. Um, 
it's it's nice because when I the last costume I made was Fang, and I was starting to get really fucking sick of it towards the end, and I'm not getting that with this costume. So I think it's because it's mostly sewing. I just really like sewing, and I don't like I don't particularly love costumes that have lots of painting and foam work and prop stuff and all that unfun stuff. It's it's fun for somebody, but it's not for me. So I think that's part of it is that it's it's sewing, which I like to do. So I'm not getting tired of it. Nice. But uh, man, am I ever burning through a lot of thread? <laughs> so <laughs> much thread. Um, uh, thanks to Parks and Recreation on Netflix for distracting me while I was sewing to the point where <laughs> I sewed for like six straight hours and watched most of season two without realizing it. Oh, I just looked at the clock and I was like, shit, it's 11 o'clock. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> How long have I been watching Parks and Rec? Oh, man. Also, this weekend, I guest starred on an episode of Dark Insight for what would be the third time for me. Although it's been a while since my last time. A couple years. Because I was... The last time I was on was right after Neo came out. So, (laughs) it's been a minute. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I had to. (laughs) I had to. That was a good time and i'm looking forward to that episode coming out um cassandra no- p- pointed out on twitter that we did a little bit of dragging for nikki so sorry nikki but you know it's okay every time final fantasy 14 comes out every day we gotta mention nikki <laughs> <laughs> it's the law um speaking of final mm-hmm. fantasy 14 though um i did my first instanced uh, multiplayer dungeon um <gasps> proud of you yeah, it was fun. I got a, I got a good crew, so we. Yes. I think, I'm not sure about the healer and the um, fighter. I'm not really sure what classes mm-hmm. the others were. I know one of them was a healer, and I don't know about them. But the tank had definitely done the dungeon before because yeah. he made a comment in the text chat about how it was fun to tank a certain part, um, and so I was like, I I had a feeling you had done this before, but um, mm-hmm. he just blew through i just followed him the whole time i was like yeah this guy knows where he's going i'll just um there's the problem with that was that they were kind of hustling me along so i didn't get to read a lot of the text about how the loot system works and how Mm -hmm. this and that mechanic works i'm gonna have to look it up online i guess or find it in the ten thousand menus that this game has i kind i kind of figured it out as we were playing because you go and you open a treasure chest and it's like this is the loot that's in it do you want it and you can say need greed or pass and it was all like monk stuff, so I passed on everything. But I, I don't really know what need or greed actually do. But I assume it's like, <laughs> can I have this? Uh, so need is if it's your, you can need on something if it's your class. So like as a tank, you can you can need on a uh, paladin gear or your gear that sort of thing. Uh, greed is you're just throwing your lot in for whatever. Like so if you can sell someone, it. yeah, so you can sell it or, or just my cat's crying. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, so sorry. so you can sell it or save it for if you uh, do that class again. Okay. But uh, it took me a while to realize that. So uh, if you're ever worried, like oh the healer should get this gear, oh no, don't worry about it because they can they'll need it if they really need it. And it overrides your greed roll. Because, like, as a DPS, you can't roll for tank gear. Or you can't roll for healer gear. Right. So, it's it's not that bad. So, it's, it's a nice little system that's put into place to make sure people get the stuff they need. 
happened that like every piece of gear that came up was for a monk, and I'm just like, mm. yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm I'm rolling exclusively uh, black mage, so I don't um, have any kind of like subclass or anything. So I'm just like, it's it's black mage gear or bust. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It was fun though. It was the pirates one. Um, okay, Sestasha, I think is what it was called. Yes, mm-hmm. But um, it, I remember like I've I've seen lots of jokes on like the Final Fantasy fourteen Reddit and stuff about DPS queues, and so I was and and when it came up, it was like average wait time of eleven minutes, and I'm just like, okay, I guess this is gonna be my life while I play this game. Um, and so I, like, put my controller down and started looking at my phone, and all of a sudden it's like, boom, you're ready, let's go! And I'm like, oh my god! I think I waited maybe a minute, um, so I kind of lucked out there. But, uh, yeah, it's an average wait time of 11 minutes, so I'm just like, I guess I'm in here for the long haul. Um, <sighs> but it was not the case, thankfully. There were people that were ready right away. Um, yeah. Sometimes you and- get lucky, sometimes... So yeah, much. I've I've heard about th- I've heard the memes about the uh, like DPS class having like absurdly long queues compared to mm-hmm. other types of characters. Um, so I guess I just have to. I'm going to come across that eventually, but this time I didn't. Um, yeah. And then other than that, um, I found out yesterday that Florence and the Machine is coming out with a new album mm-hmm. that's pretty good. And the album comes out on June 29th, which is the day after my birthday. Happy birthday, me. But Hell yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, and then, finally, the last pre-salt I have is that I was thinking about going to see Infinity War yesterday, but I just kind of, like, didn't feel up for going to the theater for a couple hours. So instead, I rented Thor Ragnarok and sat at home and watched it while I was sewing. Uh, and it's really yeah. good, and I loved it. <laughs> That movie's really so funny. Good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I of course <laughs> saw a lot of the funny scenes out of context, like the uh, bit where the Grandmaster lo- like winks at Loki, <laughs> and then Loki looks really embarrassed, and Thor gets God. this look on his face, like, "What the fuck is going on here on this day?" I mean, that part yeah. where the Grandmaster was like, "Hey, thanks for sucking my dick." Yeah, basically. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> when he got it, he was upset. <laughs> um, but I finally have context for that that image I kept seeing that meme image I kept seeing going around of Thor saying is he though <laughs> which I always thought was funny oh, I'm like man. I wonder like is, is this from Ragnarok what's going on and then finally I saw the scene where like, like <laughs> the, the Hulk is formidable and strong and um, Banner is like Dr. Banner is formidable and strong and Thor says is he though <laughs> God. I just love there's so many good there's jokes there's so much love in that set too like you can just feel mm-hmm. it like they were having a really good time when they filmed that movie yeah um, it seemed like they were having fun oh yeah and it was like that I love that picture of Taika Tom and Chris taking a nap on that couch and that yeah. person had to like use the panoramic it was Mark on... Ruffalo that took the picture apparently yeah fucking Mark <laughs> Ruffalo's my you know what I didn't have any feelings towards Bruce Banner Hulk in any direction until Taika, like, took over, right? He was so good in this movie. He was so good. And yeah. guess what? That characterization of Hulk continues into Infinity War. So if you good. liked that Hulk, if you liked 
that Bruce, well, you're going to see more of Bruce Banner and Hulk in, than, in, um, than Hulk in Infinity War, but it crosses over, and I thought that was a really great choice, because I'm like, no, don't, don't give me, like, cardboard boy back, I want, I want this boy, I want constant anxiety. Yeah, no, I love that bit, where it's like, this planet is specifically, this, it's specifically designed to stress me out, (laughs) just like, (laughs) like, that's a, that's a mood right there. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) I also um, thought he was wearing Tony's clothes and they were just way too Why'd tiny. you put me in Tony's clothes? Because you were naked. <laughs> <laughs> you got oh, me there. Man. You got me there. <laughs> I like the password. He's all like, point break? And then the ship starts working. Yeah, yeah Thor is point break. <laughs> <laughs> such a, yeah, there's so many good jokes. And then like just even like some of the action and like serious moments were great too like taika did such a dang awesome job like like i i'm like can we like have a like a reset and have him go yeah, back can and he do, do the, the avengers movies? Two you know that's what <laughs> yeah. my friend said too like can he just go do the other two thor movies uh anthony hopkins is finally free of this franchise <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. we'll the one actor that definitely like, didn't want to be there comics. ever it it depends <laughs> i mean I, he always kind of seemed like he didn't want to be there. I don't think he, like, he flew his ass all the way to fucking New Zealand to be gay for five minutes and then die. <laughs> True. <laughs> Probably. Maybe he just gives off that air. Maybe he just always seems like he doesn't want to be in a thing. <laughs> because, but, like, um, he literally was there for five minutes of um, of him pretending to be Loki, which is, like, one of my favorite. Him acting as Loki pretending to be him. That's yeah, one of my that was favorite good. parts. Shit. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, are you the god play. of hammers? Um, and I, I think I've talked about it before, but the uh, the bit where Thor retells the story of Loki turning into a snake is hilarious. Yes, <laughs> but it's, it's me, the and then he stabbed me, and we were ten at the time. Just, I, I think have I read that somewhere. Pain. Yeah, um, I think I have a pin of the. It's like a. It's like a Loki snake, and it says "It's me." <laughs> and he's wrapped around a. Um, he's wrapped around so a glad. dagger. It's so cute. I think That's I read so somewhere sad. that they they like gave him a couple of stories from North mythology. And were like, tell these in a funny way, um, or maybe that was just like a theory. Yeah, but I heard like so, supposedly like that he ad libbed um, or made yeah, that because it's a real it's part. a real story. So from I guess North he said, mythology, but yeah. Just like improved by like Chris Hemsworth. In Infinity Hemsworth. War, we learned that Thor is fifteen hundred years old, which means that if he remembered that all the way from when they were eight, like that was a really memorable memory, I guess. <laughs> I guess it would be if your brother turned into a snake and then turned back into himself yeah. and stabbed you and scared the shit out of you. <laughs> Except for like he proceeds to never use that level of. I have this is I'll I'll put this in my salt later about um loki is magic but only sometimes in the mcu yeah but only sometimes and the rest of the time they're like what if we just gave him two big knives (laughs) and i'm like why (laughs) it's true sometimes they just don't know what to do with them and i I, yeah i have a feeling that dr strange might fall into that uh trap as well since like he's incredibly overpowerful (laughs) I so. watched the movie and I watched 
I, I watched, uh, I'll talk about that later, but, um, and I've seen Infinity War twice. I think they handled it as best they could. I think all, I think their answer to that was just to make fucking Thanos OP as fuck. Like, yeah. level the OPs. But they can't oh. do that forever. I mean, yeah, like, and you have the, the Infinity Stones allow them to cause a lot of fuckery. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, we can do this because Infinity Stones. It's like their big fucking Dewey X Machina bullshit that they have now. But, like, the same right. goes for Wanda, because there's literally, like, I'll never forget what she said, no more mutants. Yeah. But, like, in the movies, they just didn't make her as strong. Yeah. And that was their answer to it. Like, she's still powerful, but she doesn't have the same kind of powers, I guess. Yeah, but, like, in the Doctor Strange movie, and granted, they were in that weird, like, alternate dimension or whatever, but they're, like, folding space and time. So, it's, he's a little, he's a little Oh, okay. yeah, but he can like, only fuck bit. with time because he had the time stone, which yeah. was the infinity stone. So, no, like, I know. he can't do it without the stone. Without the stone, Well, except for that thing with the apple, with the yeah. forbidden magic or whatever. That was before the... Eye of Agamotto, wasn't it? Mm. I I haven't watched that movie in a yeah, time. In a while. So, <laughs> well, they told him not to do that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, please don't, please don't. So he like sort of did it. And he was I like, don't think okay. he could do that on a grand scale. But there was also no, this terrible not. side effect, like afterwards, because remember the the warnings come after the spells in those yeah. books. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Thor Ragnarok, I'm a million years late. It was really good and really funny, and, um, the gag reel is also pretty good. And also showed that they CGI things I normally wouldn't think that they, they would. Like, um, some of Hela's costume, yeah. and I'm just like, they didn't just, like, give her, a, like, a helmet to wear? Okay. Mm. <laughs> I think it would have been harder on her to wear. neck. Yeah, probably, but, like, there's also, there's also a bit where they, like, CG'd her, like, actual costume instead of, yeah, which is weird, but, because in well, some cause scenes, there, you can see she has, like, a real body suit. when she gets more powerful, her costume starts to heal itself. Oh, that's right, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, especially for the fight scenes, I could understand not putting a helmet on her, but, like, it seemed like she never had one, and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, but okay. Um, there's, the, the ending line is great, where she's like, it's all a fucking mess, Taika. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that's my pre-salt hell yeah well so okay so free comic book day was saturday right yeah yeah i well, i i didn't i didn't know it was free comic book day uh but i'd gone out with my friends to uh go to our favorite comic shop because they were having a really big really big sale and that was really cool and i'm like i'm not gonna buy anything i'm not gonna buy anything it'll be fine i'm just gonna hang out with my friends i'm not gonna buy anything even though it's the biggest sale of the year but uh there were so many people you guys it was crazy like there it's the most people i've seen in that store in my entire life since like being out in this area it was really cool to see uh my favorite place getting so much business like that was rad but also it was like holy crap um but uh so you know, me being all like, I'm not going to buy anything, ha ha ha. I ended up buying something. It's it's fine. I got this really cool, I keep calling it a board game, but it's actually a card and dice game. It's called Ashes Rise of the Phoenixborn. And it seemed really, really rad. I've been like eyeballing it since December. And at 
20% off, that was enough to entice me to get the uh, base set for it. And it's like the self-contained card game where you play as a demigod. And I think your goal is you're trying to kill other demigods so you can ascend the full godhood. I don't know, but it sounded pretty freaking rad to me. So, here we are. I'll probably play it with my brother. It'll be pretty good. Uh, the friends I went with, it was really fun seeing them. Uh, Jesse ended up going with Ryan and his wife and their sis and his sister-in-law. It was really good. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. It was nice getting out of the house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got Dairy Queen and. I don't really like Dairy Queen, but I like their ice cream. We got free blizzards, and they have Twix blizzards now, and I lost what? my fucking awesome. mind, you guys. It's part of the new. It's like part of the summer lineup, and I fucking one. lost. It. It's so good. It's that so would be good. my entire caloric intake for. The oh, me too. But that's okay. One day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. It's. It's fucking rad. It's so good. It's so good. But I felt super sick for like the rest well the evening it hit me and i was like maybe i'm lactose intolerant i don't think i am there are things but, you can take for that before you eat the dairy though just yeah so you know. and yeah. that's that's what my friend does he he yeah. takes he's got over-the-counter pills that he takes i mean it, you still get kind of fucked up but it's a little yeah. bit like it makes it easier to face god and walk backwards into exactly. dairy hell yeah exactly but see i've never really had that issue with dairy before so i'm just like i don't fucking know maybe i got dairy she's like ah. anyway the blizzard was very good uh my favorite comic book store very good oh sorry i've yawned um the the game i got i hope it's good it looks good it like the art's really really cool and that's what drew me into it and then the whole you know playing as a demigod thing was kind of neat and like the characters each have like their own deck and you can switch the cards around in the deck or you can like make it so everyone gets to pick certain cards at the start and like kind of draft your deck in the beginning it's it's it sounds interesting like there's different ways to keep it fair and while being like all self-contained and stuff which is really nice so, did you know that the cool. people at DQ have to turn the blizzard upside down in front of you yes. in this location? Yes. Yes. That scares the shit out of me every they do time. It. I'm like, please don't. And they're like, are we going to do it? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> bitch, no. They're like, we have to. And their eyes are watering. And I'm like, please stop this madness. <laughs> they're like, we'll be fired if we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there's like some forbidden lore behind it like a child somewhere will die if we don't get this and we don't tip this over mm -hmm. yeah the demons will rise from the depths we have to and I'm like please thirst don't be a hero <laughs> it's like cabin in the please. woods that's their sacrifice to keep the old gods at bay <laughs> oh my god it's so sad yeah so Yes, God. I always feel bad when they flip them over because it's just like, please don't fall. Please, please don't fall. They have to deal yeah, what with What if it's like really hot and just day? the outer layer of the ice cream melts? Then it'll all slide out all over the place. Listen, Blizzard it's doesn't like... care. Yeah. <laughs> Blizzard doesn't care. Oh, well, the, sorry, I'm making <laughs> the, something the very Blizzard. important to go along with this. Uh, I'm making a very important. Um, 
image to go along with this. this Should segment. we wait or <laughs> does it? Yeah. <laughs> well. Anyway. Oh, so that, that was. Oh, hail the dairy. That queen. was cool. Um, let's see. Right, my friend mentioned he wants to like start doing kind of a not quite board game night because he's he's already started doing that again, but he wants to like do more uh, just uh, small friend get-togethers like four of us so we can do four-player games on like PlayStation or uh, Nintendo Switch that sort of thing. So that'll be really cool. I'm excited about that. Because what's better than hanging out with some buds and playing video games together? Not much. Uh, the only other thing I've got is I'm super into dark wave music. Like, that's what it's called. I didn't know there was a term for this. I don't know what music is, you guys. Yeah, I, I noticed know. that you were po- posting, like, Trevor something and shit in the... Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good shit. It is good shit. It's good shit. Like, it's like Tron music, which I'm here for synth, okay? I love synth. That's really great. And then it's like, on top of that, just make it seem kind of dark and broody, and I'm just like, holy fucking shit, yeah. it's just my fucking I jam. mean, sometimes sometimes Trevor something's like dark wave, sometimes he's like, yeah, like the kind of like neo-new wave sort of thing, mm-hmm. which is funny, because like, I'm like digging the dark wave stuff. Like, that's that's what I'm here for. I'm here for the dark wave. It's pretty nice. Uh, I my friend... will show you yeah. a whole new world. Oh, please. Please show me a whole new world. I am here for it. Uh, my friend that showed me Trevor something, they uh, were like, here, you should listen to this. And that, that was like earlier today. And it's uh, retro dark wave horror synth. And I'm just like, what the fuck does any <laughs> of this mean? And they're just like, no, it's like, you know... 80s horror movie synth it's like it's good i'm like but i don't like that and they're just like it's not like spooky music i'm like okay but like okay and it's really good i'm like it's like oh this is nice this is like yeah so i'm really i'm having a good time and uh that's my result <laughs> blizzard 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 <laughs> yeah blizzard 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 dark wave can I get a dark wave blizzard, please? Can I get a dark wave blizzard? Please. Blaze. Please. Um, please. I saw Infinity War twice. I saw it first on... Um, I'm, I can't talk about this too much because it's still, it's still in the infancy phase of it being out. But I saw it on Friday. Wrecked my asshole. And then I saw it, and I knew everything that was going to happen, and it still hurt me. And then I paid to get hurt by Marvel again today, um, because I got invited by a different set of friends, and we were going to have some sushi afterwards. Um, And I kept it pretty low-cal and low-carb by eating, like, five pieces of sashimi and some edamame. (laughs) That was my meal, but it was still fucking delicious. Um, But I went out and I went to see this movie. I had a weird morning this morning where I like woke up and I've been taking a shit ton of Benadryl. Uh, put that down in the salt for me. Uh, fucking allergies because trees are fucking getting nasty outside and I have to deal with the consequences of their willy nilly pollinating. And it real makes me, it makes me real mad. 
Um, but my allergies have been so bad. I've been getting migraines. I've been sneezing nonstop. So I started taking way too much Benadryl. And then it triggered my tachycardia. And so then my heart was racing this morning. I was like, fuck, 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 right? So um, I was like, well, I don't want to go to the hospital. So I was like, oh, well, I have this Ativan. So I took an Ativan. And then I was like in a really weird place. Um, but at least I was pretty calm for Infinity War Part 2. Well, it's not Part 2 yet, but it's still Part 1. <laughs> round, so, two. round 2. Round 2. Part 2 doesn't come out until next year. Uh but yeah, just uh just you just you wait, just you get your booty tickled by this one. Um <laughs> it slaps you around a lot. You know what I'm gonna say about this movie? My review without spoilers is the writers did they the best they could with the amount of shit they had to juggle. You know what I'm saying? Um because there's a lot of stuff that if I stop to think about it for more than five minutes, I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense, which I may talk about on a later date. Um, there's just so many characters that, like, they they were, like, they were, they were doing the best they could, in my opinion. And, like, they were shuffling them around, and they were trying to retcon some stuff that had happened before. And then there were characters missing, and they had to quickly address the fact, like, why isn't Clint here? And they were, they were doing the best they could. One thing I will do as a positive, they grouped up the characters really, really well. So, um, like, somebody said, like, Guardians of the Galaxy could have been, like, a really, like, weird stepchild of the Avengers if they didn't, like, mix them right. But they mixed them really well. Like, so they threw Thor with Guardians of the Galaxy. And then you have... Um, Spider-Man and Tony and Doctor Strange who eventually also meet the Guardians of the Galaxy. So those people are together. And then everybody else is on Earth in Wakanda at one point. So you've got like them split into these groups so that you're not getting slapped in the face and you're like, where the fuck am I going? You know? Like, what what is happening now? <laughs> um, they try to slowly continue each story and move through them. So I think, I mean, that was a not very spoilery, spoil, spoiler um, review of it. I laughed and I cried. And then there were some things that, that I know they wanted me to cry over, but I could not get myself to give a single shit about. <laughs> uh, and like, I just, I just, there are just some characters that I don't even know and you want me to cry over them. I'm like, I don't know you. I don't. I don't know you. Um, yeah, it was good. And I, it's definitely like pop, like Richard called it popcorn movie. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's popcorn. Like it's, it's a blockbuster. So you're not, this isn't the best film ever made. Um, None of them are exactly high art either. No, I did also talk to my two about it and, I liked that, uh, like, Mai pointed out that they also, I, I just didn't want to take credit for her, uh, her thought, that um, Thanos' motivation in this movie is much better than what it was in the comics. Like, it makes more sense. Like, it would have been hard to do, like, his motivation from the comics. So they gave him kind of a different motivation for this movie. Um, 
which I think they wanted people to sympathize with, but you could not get me to sympathize with fucking ball sack thumb McGee. Like, <laughs> it ain't happening. Like, I'm not, I just, you know, once someone's trying to commit genocide, they're just, like, unrelatable. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... Did you see, I don't know if this ever made it to Twitter, but it was definitely on my Facebook. Somebody, like, took those weird thumb creatures from uh, Spy Kids and oh, yeah. photoshopped them purple. <laughs> so they looked like Thanos. And I was like, <laughs> no! No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, ugh. yeah. Um, yeah, so prepare to lose some people you care about, because I did, and I'm sad about it. And I spent a long time with these characters. Um, just to let you know, the other day I found out that Thor came out in 2011. Um, that's seven years I've spent with those <laughs> bastards. Uh, seven years I've spent. Seven years I've spent with, with those my... bastards. Seven years I've spent with Loki. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm sad now. Um, so besides me being in mourning... Um, I also watched Doctor Strange. It was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my review. Like, it wasn't good, and it wasn't bad. It just was, you know? Like, yeah, I watched I liked it. it but I also agree. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, we've talked about before why I didn't want to watch that movie. Uh, but I was like, whatever, it's free on yeah, Netflix, I'll watch the, it. The... Short version of the long conversation that we've had off the air is that they handled the whole issues with the ancient one in the worst way possible, probably. Yeah. So. Like, there were a lot of ways they could have handled it badly, but, like, this was clearly the worst way. But you know what? Yeah. How, like, how are we to know that, like, how many universes can we actually see right. ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, I, I mean, I love, I fucking love wizards and magic, so, mm -hmm. like, that, I was down for that, but they were also kind of, like, ninja wizards. I, I turned to my friend and I was like, why is it that, um, when white people, like, Westerners reinterpret, like, <laughs> yeah. Asian, like, um, spiritual, spiritualities into a Western context, they always become, like, Jedis? Like, there's just yeah. always this, like, Jedi-esque quality about them when we, like, regurgitate Eastern philosophy through a Western lens. Um, it's Kung, like Kung Fu Wizards is about accurate for Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. They they nonstop call him Wizard in Infinity War, and it's it's worth it. Um, Does he get butthurt about it? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? He doesn't get butthurt about it. He's he's fine. Like because I could see them writing a joke where they're like, he's like, no sorcerer. They're like, no. fuck you. What's the difference? <laughs> I, this isn't a spoiler because it's been in the the trailers. So, um, but the where Peter goes to shake his hand and he's like, um, I'm I'm Peter Parker, and he's like doctor strange and he's like oh we're using our made-up names i'm spider-man oh, yeah. um <laughs> which was a joke in doctor strange as well yeah where he's like mr doctor like, no mr. it's strange i guess yeah <laughs> um so they they did do that yeah. um I, I for some reason like as i was watching doctor strange 
I was like, God, this is just like Tony Stark's story, but like like mystical. Like if if Tony Stark's story had gone mystical instead of like, he's just Wizard Tony Stark. Like they're the same character. Yeah. Or Um, or Wizard Doctor House. Which his voice is an impression of Doctor House, even. Well, uh, yeah, that's part the part of the problem I had with that movie is because I was like, please, Benedict Cumberbatch, just pick just pick an accent. like I, he's trying. He's trying. I know. He's trying to do an American accent, and sometimes it was bad, and sometimes it was fine. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, I, I have some, conf- I have a confusion. Um, so the the scene at the end of the credits of uh of Doctor Strange is um him talking to Thor. Yeah, it's right? the scene from Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, why is he so in charge of himself and, like, sure of himself in Thor Ragnarok and, like, and in Infinity War, but not that much time could have passed between, I don't know, like, he seems much more like, I love the mystic arts than he was where he was, like, I'm sort of into the mystic arts, but I'm also sort yeah. of into just having power and knowledge and let's uh i mean let's be real it's just not very good writing but maybe the excuse you could invent to put in there is that he's practicing in his sleep like he does in that one scene in the movie where he's like maybe. he like astral projects himself yeah. like he he's barely a wizard. Like, he he didn't get to graduate like... from wizard school first i lost my shit when i was like he's going to wizard school like i texted my friend who had seen the movie because i hadn't seen the movie he's like he's at fucking wizard school and it's just like if harry potter had to learn hand hand-to-hand combat like just imagine that so i have a question is um the astral projecting and doctor strange kind of like lucid dreaming where you don't feel rested at the end because it seems like that would be really exhausting <laughs> i feel like astral projecting is just like you your spiritual body leaving your physical body well i mean yeah um, that's pretty much exactly what it is in doctor strange but like you can choose to believe this if you want to or not but like i know multiple people who like they were medically dead for a while and they were above their body <laughs> looking down it's a pretty common um, uh story that people tell when they return yeah. from comas and whatnot um or like that like it wasn't very long like they're like they're you could hear them flatline they're medically dead for like a few seconds or whatever they see themselves and they're back in their body but like it's hard to know at that point because they're probably tired from dying so <laughs> <laughs> um so like you you have no real idea um um, I think, I don't know, I mean, he, he, like, he, like, is reading books while his body is asleep and shit, so yeah. I only can imagine that, like, his body's getting sleep while he's... If your mind's still working, are you really sleeping? That depends on if, that depends on if not to get, like, not to get, like, fucking metaphysical over here. Is it his mind that's working, or is it his spirit? Because Why can't it be both? Well, it could possibly be both, but, like, isn't your mind working when you're in REM sleep, too? To a degree, yeah. Yeah, because you're dreaming. But, like, enough to be reading books. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I just thought about it when I watched the movie for the first time. I mean, like, 
he's also a fucked up dude, so... That's true, he, he is we'll a surgeon, he's probably know. used to never sleeping. Yeah, he's, uh, he's real fucked up. I don't understand how any of the, what happened forced Mortar or whatever his name was to decide that he was just gonna go and, like... <laughs> get rid of all the wizards in the world. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't, and there's, there was not enough context for me to believe. And like, all Doctor that guy Strange was doing with his time. magic, all that guy was doing was walking with it. Like, he wasn't fucking like, using it for anything else because he had to use all of his magic so that he could walk. And, yeah. and so like, that was it. That's all that guy was doing. And then he takes it away, so the dude's paraplegic again. Like, And then kills him, doesn't he? Or does he just I, leave him there? I think he just leaves him there. That's fucked but, up. like, there's no fucking reason for it. Yeah, fucking and Doctor like, Strange breaks the wizards. rules and manipulates time once, and the dude's like, evil! <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, they, oof. I feel like Doctor Strange was one of those movies. They're like, oh shit, Infinity's War's coming up and we want Doctor Strange in it. We gotta put out a fucking movie. And then they did. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised he got as much screen time in Ragnarok as he did. I was kind of expecting him to show up for 30 seconds. Like, here's that he portal you of... wanted by Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I've been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> That's Can me. you give me my brother back? Oh, yeah. There's, like, a cut version of that where um, he gives him a map and yeah. a key. And, like, Thor's like, what do I do with this? And he's like, you'll find out when you get there. And so he goes and it, like, leads to a porta potty and he opens the porta potty up and Loki's in it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, but they I should look up the deleted the scenes. <laughs> yeah, it's in the cut scenes. But I thought that one was funny, too. Um, let's see what else I got here. I think that's it. Um... Oh, I also watched Shrek again after Doctor Strange because I needed a chaser. Um, Y'all, Shrek is still good after all this time. (laughs) It's a lot grosser than I remember, probably because when I was a kid, less stuff grossed me out. Um, But, like, there was so much gross shit. Oh, God. And, like, just the the mud with the slime inside the mud. (laughs) Like, there are two textures of slime. Yeah, the earwax part. I just... (laughs) Oh, there's just so much gross stuff. But like some of those, some of those early CGI movies were just kind of like ugly and gross in a way. To be gross on purpose. Yeah. Um, but like, I mostly still enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it from a level of now being older <laughs> too and being like, oh my god, this makes so much sense. Um, yeah. Where I was younger and I was just like, I'm not defending that. Sh- I- Let me put this out. Th- I'm not saying Shrek is a good movie before someone's like. I heard that Filthy Wizard thinks Shrek is a good movie. But, listen, it's a fine movie. It's not the best movie ever made. Um, nor does it probably deserve any awards. But it was made for children. And it has enough content in it that older people can also enjoy it when they're forced to watch it with their child. That went right over my head <laughs> It's got Smash person. Mouth in it. So. It's got Smash Mouth in it. Twice! <laughs> Twice! Um, they redo else? a Beatles song at the end, right? No, excuse you, that's the monkeys. Um, oh, is it the monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong species of British band. Um, I I know this because I had a weird thing in high school where like my friend got obsessed with the monkeys television show, and then we were both watching it. Oh God, it was a weird time in my life. Um, 
And then, uh, let's see, what else was there? What was the final thing? Your Marvel shipping passed. <laughs> so I was talking to Richard, and we were talking about, um, sh- you know, ships that have arised on the from Infinity War, because there are some. Um, there were some, it was good to see Quill and Gamora together and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just, there are legitimate ships, and then there are new ships that, you know, happen every once in a while when you put two new characters together with a dynamic, right? And I was like, oh, yes. Um, and I was saying, Richard, help me. I'm going down one of these loops of a crack ship. And he's like, no, you can't. You can't. You have to come back. And I was like, I used to ship Loki and uh, uh, Loki and uh, Tony Stark. And I'm like, you can't stop me from shipping anything. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my God, you're lying to me. And I was like, no, it's called Frost Iron. Um, and then I like, I pulled up all this old art from the ship, right? And I, and I like, realized. Kind of badass. The, the, what? <laughs> kind of a badass ship name. Yeah, it is a badass yeah, ship name. Um, I realized that a bunch of artists that I actually follow now. I follow because they were, like, I, you know how sometimes you're following somebody for so long that you forgot why you followed them, right? <laughs> yeah. I've been following them since um, probably 2012 when uh, the when the Avengers came out and Frost Iron suddenly emerged onto the scene. To- like, now, a c- complete crack ship, but, like, I feel like some, I basically, the way it probably happened was I saw some artists draw it and I was like, oh, this is nice. And then somebody recommended a fic and fic, fic writers can make you believe anything, right? Like they can write so much shit that you've just read a fucking full length novel about these people. And so suddenly you're like, oh yeah, this is a ship. But then I look back on it and I was like, why? How did I get there? What was my... What was my motivation? Um, I think a big part of it was I was looking for a Loki ship that didn't involve Thor. Um, and I found one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know how I even got there. And But I was like, yeah, don't, doubt, don't underestimate my power, Richard, because I can ship almost anything. Like, I don't need... All I need is basically one good fic. One good fic and one good piece of fan art. And, like, I can I can, uh, I can, can get behind it. But, yeah, it was kind of funny looking back on that because I'd kind of forgotten. And I was thinking about how there's, like, um, there's probably one fic that if I found it again somehow, I'd probably read it again just to see if it was still as good as I remember it was. But it was, like, one of those novel-length fics anyway. Um... But oh it God, was... Jake's going down a rabbit hole. I can hear the blimps on Discord. <laughs> Jake, Jake. <Yeah. laughs> Frost well, Iron. Frost Iron. I can't. Oh, hold on. I've got something for you. I can. <laughs> I can do you one better. Um, because I was talking to Richard about it all night. Poor Richard. He he thought I was joking. Um, here's a. Uh, he should know better. A, he should know better. My past is dark and winding. Here's a bunch that I had um, from an artist I really liked and a couple of artists like uh, I won't say their names um, because I, I, I don't want to call them out. They, they probably 
like I've, I haven't seen frost iron art from these artists in a really long time so like I'm just assuming they don't want people knowing they did it but yeah uh that's that started my entire thing um I'm not proud but sometimes you gotta own up to your history you gotta say this is something I did this is something I continue to do um and like I mean I, I just I just love shipping people aren't we all here because we love love and then someone fucking snipes me from above like no we're here because so and so are canon and only true love and anyone who thinks otherwise is a jackass um but yeah so there's so there's a funny little blip into my past of frost iron um I I actually really like Marvel shipping names I just wish they weren't the fandom wasn't like that, but yeah. <laughs> and that's that's, all, that's all you have to say, really. <laughs> I wish the fandom wasn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, moving on to Salt, mine hypothetically should be really fast. Um, my first bit of Salt is um, dying in Monster Hunter World while on an SOS mission. Um, so essentially what that is is... I guess if you want to like call in for help, um, you usually most missions are if you're like, especially if you're just going after a monster, it's you have 50 minutes or three like faints, I guess. So if it knocks you out three times or, you know, depletes of your HP three times and game over, you have to try it again. Um, so they have this thing where you can send out an SOS flare and, Kind of like, I guess, um, Bloodborne, where you ring your bell. So anybody can yeah. show up, or if you have a password, or, you know, stuff like that. So that happens. Um, the thing that makes me salty about it, though, is it's not just each player has three chances. It's the whole party has three chances. So if if you're playing with four people, and three of you happen to get stomped by a dinosaur, all three of you die means all three of your faints are gone. Oh, that's Good luck weird. Now. Yeah, um, that's. I I don't think I've been in a situation where that's happened, but I, it's definitely been like definitely I got killed. Can, though. <laughs> yeah, because it's definitely been like I got killed, and then while I'm reloading, two other guys got killed, and it's like game over. And I'm like, what? We just started. Like, no, because I guess we're all like under leveled or whatever. So that like really sucks. Um, after I beat the game, I'm, I'm fighting the last monster or whatever, and I'm like. Ooh, I really want their armor set. Their armor set is so pretty. I'm like, Dino Mom needs to have it. So I start going into the SOS to grind for it and farm for it or whatever. And um, I end up being the person that gets wiped out three times in a row. Like, not even chance to, like, heal. Like, I just, this last boss has this big laser thingy that they blast at you. And I just happen to be in front of it every single time. And then I'm like, this person hates me. They're going online to be like, don't ever play with Jake underscore Lionheart. They'll kill you. Because it just happened. Oh, I think it was like three games in a row where it was just like, quick, I ruined the game. And it just made me feel so terrible and miserable. I'm like, no, I don't want to do SOS. I really want to grind for it. But like, it's just such a long fight that I'm like, I need the help to get the bonus stuff. And I'm like, uh, but... I don't know. Like, it just made me kind of... That's one of the few things that makes me salty about the game is that, like, I feel like it should be each player has their three feints instead of, like, sharing it. 
Because, like, you're, you're sharing three feints among four people, and so you can... Like, just the pressure of, like, especially when you know you're about to beat the monster is such a salty moment when you're like, I know I'm about to kill it. It's a weird mechanic. Yeah. For sure. I don't, I yeah. don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. Yeah, same. Because it's just like, oh, I've, I've had that, those moments where it's like, you know you're about to kill it because it's like, it'll start staggering or it'll knock over a lot easier or it'll just get tired in the middle of fighting and you're like... I know I'm going to beat it. I know I'm going to beat it. I got one faint left. Come on. So you get greedy. Not even like you get greedy. Like, it's just sometimes, like, some, like, it kind of does, like, you know, like, in Dark Souls or Bloodborne, wherever you start swinging, you're kind of, like, you're you're kind of locked into your action. Um, It'll do that, but the thing that's different about it is, like, say if I'm pointing, like, left, and I'm doing the motion like i feel like in like bloodborne at least that you can turn even though you're still swinging but this one it doesn't let you turn like you're just stuck going left swinging your axe or your sword all willy-nilly into the air not hitting anything and then the monster stomps you in the back because you can't roll or anything because you're committed to this action and i feel like at least bloodborne's a little more forgiving in that because you can still kind of turn or spin or try to dodge um so that's just one of the few things that's salty about it, but yeah, especially like last night, like <laughs> I got so sad because I'm like, no, I keep on ruining this game. Like I would be so salty if it was me grinding, like if it was me that put out the SOS flare, and I'm like, this fool is supposed to help me, and he's over here getting smashed, and then I'm like wearing the cool like the other armor set that I grinded out for. So I'm pretty sure when they see me, they're like, oh, this Jake Lionheart guy must be, you know, must be the dude. Like, he's coming in with a cool armor set. And then it's just like, this... He must be... <laughs> yeah. No, it's Jake Lionheart. Like, <laughs> Jake Lionheart is no Confederate Amy, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was my thing on that. And then just my... I have to say this. I don't want to melt, and it's getting hot in Southern California. <laughs> it's hot it's in Northern bad. California. It too. was like it's it bad. was like like raining and cold, and like it was like ooh, turn on the heater for a little bit on like Wednesday and Thursday, and Sunday was ninety three degrees, yeah. and I'm like it's it's May six, like no, why is it ninety three degrees? I'm like, I just had the heater on, and now I have the swamp cooler on. This is not fair. I'm like, I'm too chubby for this. I can't. I don't want to. What are you doing in my yeah. swamp? I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I don't want summer. Summer, no, no. I want. I want to know what winter is. Can it just be spring and then go directly Please? to fall with no summer? <laughs> uh. Please. Summer's like the worst because there's no good holidays and someone's like, I know some uh, someone out there is going to be like, the 4th of July. 4th of July yeah. sucks. It's loud and I hate it. It's mm-hmm. loud. I ne- like I don't drink, <laughs> so like there's no joy in life for me. And like I can't eat a lot of the foods that people eat during the 4th of July. So yeah. uh, and I'm lucky enough to get two fireworks holidays in July. Oh, they yeah. both suck and I hate both of them. It's just... Well, the once you enter summer here in my town, it's the game of was that gunshots <laughs> exactly. or fireworks? Yep, same. all the same. way until like y- until you get to like October, and then you just know they're yeah, gunshots. Just, just. So, 
Was that a car? Cars don't make those noises. Sorry. That's last night. Someone let out like a someone fucking like emptied their fucking clip, and it was so loud. And it was like two a.m. And I was like, really? Right now at two a.m. You're just gonna fucking empty uh, your clip? Okay. Can, yeah. Can you keep the murders between nine and five? Thank you very much. Like. Yes. Thank you very much. Like gang war turfs from like six to ten, maybe like. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, like, I get that you want to be under the cover of darkness, (laughs) but how about we say, like, after 1 1 a.m., you're done. Call it. Yeah. Um, It's last call on the gunshots at 1 (laughs) o'clock. Does anybody have to shoot anybody? Yeah. (laughs) Because you've got 10 minutes. You don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. (laughs) So let's wrap it up, fellas. (laughs) You're like, like, I just... I've just, I was just, it was, and it, like, I used to get scared by gunshots, but now after all these years. You're I'm desensitized. Just, the ones that do scare me, yeah, the ones that do scare me are, like, that one time somebody got shot right in front of my house. Like, that was really yeah. loud. So, like, that, and, like, the time that someone got shot down the street, like, you can hear that. But mostly it's, like, the park and the alleyways where it's happening. So, you can't really tell what direction it is, and that's just vague gunshots. Yeah. Um, but like it is loud and it's like 2 a.m. And I'm like, right now, yeah. right now, you're going to, you're going to give me anxiety <laughs> right now at 2 a.m. Yeah. You better like, be getting attacked by I a really goop head. Like that's the only. Yeah. Like there, you better be fucking out there fighting cryptids, <laughs> motherfucker. Cause like if I find out that this is over a girl or some shit, it's going to be a bad time for you. It's always drugs or girls. Yeah. Drugs or girls. They're stupid turf wars. Like, this is our street. And I'm like, no, that belongs to the government, my friend. You don't own that at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, Jake, oh, my God. I Jake, used to do that to... These streets belong to the man. All the cholos, man. I expected something... I expected something that white to come out of me. And not... No, no. Not I, you, I'm, like, so tired of, like, street life. <laughs> this street life. belongs to the government, it's actually. It's just the stupidest, like... <laughs> like Oh, I don't know. I could I could write a book on how much and, I hate thug life and cholo sh- life. Like, like oh, I've got to do this. I got to do it for the streets. And I'm like, my dog. Like, it's con. It's it's beat up concrete that you don't even own, my dude. Like, the bank will come and see. I'm just thinking now of that. Like, it's that Kevin Smith bit where he's talking about working for that director that directed uh, Wild Wild West. <laughs> oh yeah, and he's. The director's like, you and me understand Superman because we came from the streets. And Kevin Smith's like. Well, I lived on A Street. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Th- there were streets in my yeah. neighborhood. <laughs> it's there just something like like I remember yeah. just like these like like nephews and like or like kids I consider nephews. They're like so close or whatever. And like man, put that on the block. And I'm like, there's nothing that this like that means nothing to me, dog. Put it on the block. Like, what did the block ever do for me? <laughs> like, the block is falling <laughs> apart, my boy. <laughs> like, you're, you're the the block is falling. Yeah, apart. you're you're putting your you're you know putting what? your life in, in if for we, stupid if, stuff like. Oh my god! Yeah, and if you put that like aggression towards like fucking yelling at somebody else to actually fix yeah. the block, it's just like <laughs> it's I like, but it, it's it's systemic because then they'll start to question why they're in those situations rather than questioning like oh who does this belong to and blah 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 but once you realize it belongs to the government and the government's the one <laughs> fucking you yeah. 
not to sound like Rage Against the Machine right now, but... Gorilla Radio. Uh, yeah, because that was just my thing. I'm just like, come on. Like, I don't know. I like I, It just bugs me. Put it on the streets. I'm like, what? Like, oh, we're going to rip the hood. I live with my grandma, dog. You know how we do. And I'm like, your grandma would beat your ass if she knew you was out here thugging. Like, but you're like, no, nah, dog, rip it on the block. I'm like... <laughs> I don't know. It's just the stupidest thing. Anyway. Anyways, but like, I don't want to melt was what the topic was at hand before we started. Th- yeah, we um, were talking about weather. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tangents, <laughs> they're the best. Um, so, yeah. We're easily distracted. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so it, it's probably going to be miserable this summer, and I'm not looking forward to it. And that's my salt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the first thing I would talk about is that I'm using for my coat for all of the applique stuff that I have to do, I'm using this stuff called heat and bond. So basically you take your one layer of fabric and you put the heat and bond on it and then you um, iron over it with your hot iron and it uh, melts the glue and then sticks to the fabric and then you peel off the paper backing and you stick it on your other piece of fabric and you iron it again. Sometimes, especially if there's a lot of layers, it doesn't like melt the glue properly so um or it just doesn't feel like it so it doesn't melt properly so i'm like try especially with the long stripes that i'm doing on the back of the coat like sometimes it just doesn't want to stick and then i have to like reposition and and hit it with the iron again but i'm always afraid the fabric's gonna burn or especially the thread which is polyester is going to burn and so i'm just like don't roast my coat, please, this is the only one. I've put 20 hours into it so far. I can't burn a hole in it now. Um, and it's just its just really annoying. Um, but it does the trick when it does work. So, eh. um, And then the other thing was um, I got a um, notice. Well, the week before, actually, I got a notice on my door from my apartment complex. It's like, hey, we're going to resurface the parking lot on Monday. So we need you to move your cars out uh, by like 8 a.m. And I was like, okay. And so they're like, yeah, we're going to have to do it on another day and just, you know, look for the notice. Um, But you can park in your parking spot until then. And I was like, sweet. So go about my business. And then on Friday night, I get home from work and there's a notice on my door that says, hey, we're going to do the parking lot resurfacing tomorrow morning. Um, So get your cars out by uh, 9. So... I was like, okay. So I parked on the street overnight. Uh, first of all, they didn't start at 9. They started at 8, so I got woken up by it. That's cool. Um, and then they proceeded to use extremely loud power tools right outside my window, like, from the hours of 8 a.m. until, like, 4 p.m. And, like, they stopped for about 45 minutes. And then halfway through Cassandra's news corner, her... <laughs> And you can, like, Audacity was definitely picking it up. It can definitely be heard in the recording. Um, So, uh, good luck editing that, Brian. (laughs) And I'm sorry. But, and then, but thankfully, finally, when it came to be my time to talk about video games, it stopped for a little while. It was actually kind of funny. I looked out my window after we were done recording because it it was still quiet. Um, And the construction workers had pulled out a grill and were grilling. Oh, gosh. making lunch for themselves um but they and then they finally finished that and 
the parking lot's resurfaced and they painted new lines and that's kind of cool. But like, did they have to do it on a Saturday? Right. Did they have to start early? Like, come on. I, I, I'm guessing what probably happened was that they were like, oh, sweet, there's no cars here. So we might as well get started. And I'm like, but it's Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Can you like, can you not? Can you at least wait another hour? But um, yeah, that was Ragnarok happened on Saturday, but it was it's it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about, um, is that I'm really tired. This happens, like, all the time, but right now, the, um, main natural disaster that's going on is the, um, Hawaiian earthquakes slash volcano eruption. Um, and I keep, and I see this every time a big natural disaster happens, there's always some assholes that have to go out and be like, well, that's what you get for building so close to a volcano or a fault line or the ocean or whatever. And it's like, listen, by that logic, why does anybody live anywhere? I'm basically sitting on top of the Wasatch fault line right now. California is due to fall into the sea any (laughs) moment. And the resulting tsunami is going to wipe out the entire West Coast. Um, Jake and I are going to have to, like, fucking paddle. Yeah. And, like, if California doesn't fall into the sea... Fucking Nikki's fucking volcano. Yeah, Mount St. Helens gonna gonna blow us up. Blow us um, up and yeah. kill us all. If Mount St. Helens doesn't blow us up, then the the Yellowstone supervolcano that yep. sure will. Um, that the sure will kill us hurricanes all. in Florida are creeping ever northward. There's Tornado Alley out in the east, like west flat yeah. plains no, there's area. Stuff that kills people yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And, and some like, asshole like... is always out there like, oh, well, they shouldn't have built their house there. I'm like, listen here, fuckhole. Weather happens. Weather happens. You can't always predict it, and it would be ridiculous. Like, you couldn't live anywhere by that logic. And, like, I feel like the the hurricane that hit Houston kind of exemplifies that this can really happen anywhere at any time. Because mm-hmm. how often does Texas really get hit by serious hurricanes? And that one also came on extremely fast because it went like, oh, it's going to rain. Uh, it's going to rain really hard. It's going to rain really, really hard. Oh, it's it's a hurricane, but it's not a big one. Oh, mm, well, it's looking a little bigger. Uh, you might want to evacuate. You need to evacuate. Yeah. Why are you still here? You need to run. Yeah. Like it got yeah. so bad, dun, 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 so dun, dun, fast. Run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically that was my point. Like, stop shitting on Hawaiians for living near an active volcano. Thanks in advance, and also thanks in advance for not shitting on people who get affected mm-hmm. by natural disasters that are outside of their control and that they could not possibly have predicted. Like, yeah. just just stop. It's stupid, and mm-hmm. ugh, I hate it. Every natural disasters happen everywhere, and they could happen to you at any time, no matter where you live. So shut up basically and like hawaii's volcano is super fascinating because it's a shield volcano can you tell i'm in geology um and it's over a hot spot right yeah and like but it erupts pretty... all the time and it's not a big deal yeah. this is the and first it's time it's deal. ever like actually erupted so basically what probably happened i can't i'm not an actual geologist so if some <laughs> geologist listening to this is ready to come and beat my ass you know you're not wrong um but uh the the lava from um uh, Hawaii is very viscous. Like it moves very um I mean opposite. It's not very viscous. So it moves very slowly, right? 
yeah. has a low viscosity, so but it it actually moves quickly. It moves really quickly, has a low viscosity, but what that means is it doesn't go up into the air. The reason that like like strata volcanoes and shit explode are because the the either the um magma itself that's in sitting inside is very viscous um which is usually i believe those are felsic lavas like land lavas um tend to be uh more viscous or if gas gets trapped in there and like part of it cools right over the gas then when the gas pressure becomes too much it'll just explode essentially um so that might have been what happened uh is that a certain amount of gas got trapped in the like content of the volcano and after the pressure became too much it exploded and those are kind of dangerous those are the dangerous eruptions yeah, versus what pompeii eruptions yeah <laughs> Um, whereas this is like, where usually, um, shield volcanoes are rather safe because they are, their lava has a low viscosity and travels quickly and therefore kind of builds like the, almost like pillow basalts, how they kind of just like run over each other. Um, yeah, it just, no- and it's normally not as dangerous. For this volcano, it just sort of like bubbles over the edge and hardens yeah. a little ways away. It's, you know, so that's what they're used to. And, um, and it's, yeah. so that's why... People built there was because it was safe and a lot i did see one person on twitter that was like yeah it's safe until it's not and it's like yeah well you're safe until your house spontaneously lights on fire like, <laughs> anything can happen. you're Oops, safe until k drives to your house and stabs you <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just saying like you know maybe your house is going to get struck by lightning like yeah maybe there's going to be an earthquake that you weren't predicting because you can't predict earthquakes really Maybe you're just suddenly going to get a tornado. Maybe it'll rain really hard and there's going to be a flash flood. Like, natural disasters can't really be predicted and it's ridiculous to be like, well, they shouldn't have built there. Like, well, how are they supposed to know? Like, it's usually well, a national disaster. Na- a natural disaster saved America during the War of 1812. It's true. When a freak storm happened with, like, five tornadoes. I, I have... I, I don't know if they were really tornadoes, but, like... There could have been know. that many funnel clouds. Yeah, that didn't touch uh, five down. tornadoes, rain and thunder and lightning and shit, and the British just left because they were like, damn, you live like this? <laughs> the more you know, well, okay, we already had signed the Declaration of Independence and were had, like, this was like, we were like five presidents deep or so, but like, <laughs> we could have been England again. <laughs> That's it. That's my soapbox. I'm getting down off my soapbox now. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, bye, Kay. Um... Oh, God. The only salt I really have is how spooked I get by spooky things. Um, I've started watching BuzzFeed Unsolved, and it's, it's really so good. good. It's, it's so good. good. I love it. I love it so much, you guys. Oh, my God. It's just like, it's it's so good. It's so good. But I, too, will be laughing at them, but then I, like, hear something go bump outside, and I'm like, well, guess I'll die. <laughs> I'm a creepy weirdo and I love stuff like that and don't get creeped out by it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm somewhere okay. between Although, a Shaniac and a Bugara, like I'm in the center. But then sometimes I, w- I watch like a mildly creepy uh, short film on YouTube and I'm just like, guess I'll die. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. So I started watching that just yesterday, actually. Um, a friend of mine, she was like, she said something, like she referenced uh, Shane and I can't remember, Ryan, I saw his name. Ryan, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know who these people are. And she was like, what? We're watching this right now. I, so... I have salt that this friend could get you to watch uh, um, BuzzFeed Unsolved, but me talking about BuzzFeed no- <laughs> Unsolved nonstop could not. You hear that nervous giggling? <laughs> when did you tell me to watch BuzzFeed? Well, see, oh, here's Oh, my thing. God. It oh happened because we were, we were in call together. Cause- of course, oh, of it was course. in Final Fantasy. <laughs> Of course. I so see then how all we it did is. was hop on I see how YouTube it is. and watch it with like oh my three of God. us. You just like your Final Fantasy friends more than us. That's just, just how it is. That's just I'm the way just it is. I'm just on Final Fantasy more than anything. But <sighs> to be yeah, honest, we watched like four episodes. To be honest, and when I'm playing 14, I also watch other stuff. So Yeah, like you, you gotta. Um... So that that's what we did. We watched a bunch of them, and then uh, we watched a couple more episodes last night. <coughs> and then it was just me and two of my friends, and we were just talking. And my one friend, she's just like, she was telling like spooky stories, like about stuff she's experienced personally. And I'm just like, you oh my never God. let me tell you my spooky stories. I hate spooky stories. I said I hate spooky stories. I yeah, was so spooked. But she gets to tell them. I wish she it's, didn't. It because sounds. It sounds more like uh, Nikki I was want, a captive audience, and she just told them whether or not Nikki wanted her to. Or yeah, not. it just started happening. I was like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this. And she's like, No, you're gonna listen to my story. I'm like, I, don't <laughs> I was in tears by the end of this story. Like it had me so scared. Like I was so fucking spooked. Um, so I don't like that I get spooked so incredibly easily. It's sad. Um. Also, like, what the fuck? There's, like, this thing called a wonder box. Well, okay, so spirit boxes, right? I just found out what those are. Yeah. Where it's, like, the radio waves and they pick up on it and you can hear, like, voices and shit. And it's supposed to be spirits communicating with you. Well, this guy, my other friend, <coughs> they showed they showed a video. This dude made it a spirit box and it's, like, it costs, like thousands of dollars to make and he sells it for like thousands and thousands of dollars i think it costs like a thousand to make and he sells it for like three or four thousand because it takes forever to tune it right but like the voices are so clear i hate it i hate it so much i hate it so fucking much that also had me in tears did not like it didn't like it i don't like spooky things why do people gotta fuck with spirits? Maybe we shouldn't do that. I don't know. There's an idea. Watching BuzzFeed Unsolved. I'm Ryan. Maybe we shouldn't fuck around with this, Shane. <laughs> God! Maybe you shouldn't invite demons! And, like, fucking... God! Fuck! I don't like he it. He was forced you to be nice to them in the Rolling Hills Asylum. Yeah. Um, because he always yells at the ghosts. And so he's he like, this time I'm gonna be nice. Uh, because people online complain that the ghosts don't talk to us because I'm mean. <laughs> He is mean. <laughs> you should scroll well, up. I, I love in the, him. He's really great. You should like scroll him. up in the uh, um, Discord thread to find that video I posted of the Aztec death whistle when I went down a really weird rabbit hole. God. No. That's pretty spooky. I don't. I'll have to do it. 
tomorrow. People listening at day. home, look up hashtag death whistle. You'll probably regret oh, it a little wait, bit. Oh, wait, yeah. I yeah. S- I'd seen that, like, just a couple weeks ago, and it scared me. It's just like this shrill screaming. Sounds like a person. It's weird. Yeah, it's not good. It's horribly bad. So, that's that's what I got. Spooky stuff. Don't like it. So, that's, that's my uh, salt, I guess. My salt's just Please don't tell Nikki spooky things at night. Please. You can tell me the spooky things. Yeah, tell Kay the spooky <laughs> things. Kay's good for spooky things. So, my salt is starts with, hey, you know when you're in a theater, you're in a place, and you hear some, so you say something loud enough for other people to hear because you want them to hear it, and will fucking come for you. Um, that happened to me the first night I went to go see Infinity War where these guys basically were like making a joke because I basically what happened is they were making a joke that the end thing was Superman or whatever and I was trying to explain to my friend what it actually was over them um, because they just show you a symbol of a hero Um, and uh, I am explaining it to them and then this, these guys are like, no, it's Superman, you dumb bitches. And listen, you trying to be funny, I get it. But like, you don't know me. You can't call me a bitch if you don't know me. Like, there's just there's just rules. If I didn't do anything to you, like if there's no reason for you to call me a bitch, if you're just if you think you're just being funny, then like, don't like, don't call me a bitch like there's just so many layers of like just assuming that you can call two people who you see you identify as women bitches is just like beyond me like I'm just done with it I don't want to talk about it like I feel like we've clearly gone over this enough times to be like thank you for turning me into an object and then like just the idea of like hey but like you shouldn't it's hard for me because it's like I don't want to equate usually bitch is used in terms of like female swearing where like bastard is usually used for men you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um and like that rides upon the fact that they were interpreting me as a female and i'm like you don't if you don't know me then don't do these things and like if my friend wasn't there honestly they were gonna have to catch these hands because i was just so fucking angry about it i was like i just fucking like, shut your goddamn idiot mouths. Um, but, like, I mean, part of it was, like, as I've written here, Infinity War broke me. So I wasn't, like, I wasn't here for people who don't know me trying to be funny with me and, like, doing that by, like, using the word bitches. Like, it's just, like, specifically the term fucking stupid ass bitches is just, I'm like, oh, okay, you want to fight me. Yeah. Um, That's, and then, like, it's even, it's, <laughs> If it, even if it was supposed to be, oh, we're just joking, it's like, no, you're the stupid-ass bitch because this is a Marvel movie. So you're the freaking <laughs> numb nut that's over here like, oh, it's Superman. And I'm like, no, get some better fucking jokes. Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry if I wanted to watch something. It wasn't even a funny Yeah, it's like if I want to watch something funny, I'll put on Chappelle, not your dumb ass at the freaking Marvel movie. Like... <laughs> Yeah, like I'm sorry, I, I didn't pay. For, well, let me like, ask you this: Was it was stand-up. it Thug Boys being Thug Boys, or was, was it Nerd Boys being like, yeah, oh, Superman? Like, it's one or the other because it's either like the dumb shithead thug dudes going to a movie, or it's like the like nerdy boys like. Ha, 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 ha. It was like, <laughs> like it was like somewhere in between. So like gamer dudes. Oh my god. Yeah, 
like it was like that and i'm like please don't don't speak to me man um and like this is why this is why people make me like so fucking angry um but yeah i think part of it too is that like i was like talking about the comics and like and i was trying to explain something to my friend and like they were just i don't know a girl knows more than me Let's, like, what am I yeah. going to do? Let's yeah. shut this down. Ego. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ego, yeah. Monkey yeah. ego activate. Hey, you stupid ass. <laughs> yes. Freaking. Yeah. I like how like it was, it I'm was not there, like but I wish I was because I would talk so much shit. <laughs> like, I was so angry, but my friend was there. So I was like, I, I'm just going to let it go. It was like that time I walked out of um, uh mad max fury road and these two guys were like that was stupid it was a tire movie about chasing pussy which like if you watch that movie the whole point is that they're not things yeah and like and then to he's like then turn around and like yeah. p- make them pussy specifically is to turn them into an object like and like shit. the whole point of the movie yeah, he was just butthurt because the character he related to the most actually ended up being murdered. Um, yeah, I'm like, yeah, the and that the, was the most like strongest yeah. people in the whole movie were the women. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, I thought so... I was serious. Like, I was like, gee, one of the only Tom Hardy movies I don't like because he didn't do shit. Like, like I'm like, come on, dude. Like, I, I might as well. I just went to watch. Um, what, what was her character name? Furiosa. Furiosa. Yeah, I'm like, Furiosa. this was what the movie I came to watch. Like, I'm like, I secretly went for like Tom Hardy, but in the end, I was like, nah, I don't even care that Tom Hardy, as much as I love Tom Hardy, hashtag Hardy for Hardy, I'm like, I'm here for Charlene. Uh, Charlene I can't even say her name. I, but, Charlize. Yeah, Charlize. I did like how, like, non mask, like, he was, his character was like, had, had no toxic masculinity. Like, there's like a point where she needs to use his shoulder to make a shot. He can't make the shot. Mm-hmm. So he just hands the gun back to her and lets her use his shoulder to make the shot. Yeah. And like, that, like, without the fear of, like, this makes me less of a man because I'm a- asking her to make the shot. Like, none of that. Just, we need to make... The shot needs to be made. Whoever can make it better, better make it. And, like, that's actually something I really appreciated about his character. Like, I think a lot of people... Like, I I think men have this idea of what they think women want that's sold to them by media. But, like, they think women want, like, shredded fucking dude on, um... With, like, who's a toxic asshole... (laughs) But what they really want, so you like, you've got like Wolverine on the cover of GQ and it's just like, or Men's Health or whatever. And he's like fucking ripped and his, him with a shirt off and is like bloody and sweaty and whatever. And then you like pick up the women's magazine with the same fucking actor and, um, you like open it up and he's wearing like a warm sweater and he's cooking dinner and like, (laughs) that's like closer <laughs> to the actual thing it's, it's um, what the funny thing is it's what men actually want like men want the sweaty wolverine with like ripped abs and, yeah. and like hairy chest yeah. but they're like oh man like this is a real man and they're like oh you're gay no i'm not gay this is a real man and like you know what i mean like the like it's, it's so, so fucking bizarre it's like part of the like s- cycle of toxic masculinity yeah. of like just like assuming i don't know like it 
it puts them down. Like, I don't understand. And then they're like, oh, well, feminists, like, feminists hate men because they hate toxic masculinity and they just want to oppress us. And I'm like, we are trying to free you. Like, you don't have to live this way. You can eat yogurt, okay? You can eat tacos with toppings. (laughs) <laughs> like that fucking post was like this is how a real man yeah, eats tacos like, and it was no. just meat yeah and there's like nothing in there and they're like uh so are toppings gay or something yeah. like what what's going I'm on like, here i'm sorry like, are you three where like oh no no veggies like i'm like, like the best part of the oh my god now you got me talking as a fat man where i'm like you're you're gonna have tacos <laughs> it better have the cilantro and the onion and the green sauce and like Oh my god! Like it's, it's the stupidest. So like, th- like you know what? Like it's crazy too. Like, cause, like just going back, like even a few years. Like when I w- worked at a bookstore, like I remember, um, it was just so wild because I worked with a couple, a couple dudes that were gay, and then like for whatever reason, because I used the word cute, like some some mom was buying a book for a little girl, and I used the word cute. And everyone's like, oh, my God, Jake's gay. And I'm like, because I used the word cute. I'm like, I'm sorry. When did it become illegal for men to say something was cute? I'm like, you're only allowed to only if I'm gay condescendingly. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm like, no, this is adorable. It's cute. It's a little girl. And I'm like, I'm not saying that as like, it's just so wild the way like people put these like like yeah. oh he's either a pedophile or he's gay i'm like no it's cute <laughs> like right. that's bananas to yeah. me that like your mind would immediately go to oh he must be gay and then the other thing was like because i worked with the other gay guys and i'm like the funny thing was like they would make this joke so no, no, no one's like oh jake's clowning on him but they would make the joke where they'd be like a lot of people think we're like menly men until our purse falls out of our mouth when we open our mouth to speak like it's almost like they're like, oh, yeah. everybody thinks I'm like, you know, the most masculine man. And then I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like they would make that joke. Like my one friend, like, I mean, all my like, I love this dude. Like he, he's actually um, one of my friends that I lost in the, the San Bernardino thing that happened. But like mm. he was just so unfiltered and he just like he looked like such like a manly dude. And he introduced himself to me. He's like, hey, I'm Daniel, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, just so you know, blah, blah. And I don't know how he even brought it up, but like brought it up that he was gay. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's not like I woke gays up. Gays do that to protect ourselves. It's, it's a defense mechanism. So like you, you assess the situation and you're like, can I say I'm gay here or not? Ah. And then once you decide you can you're or cannot. <laughs> yeah. Um, once you decide like you're in a safe place, you will say that you're gay so that people don't find out later and think you've been like trying uh, to fool them the whole time. Um, and also it's an emotional safeguard because that means you don't become friends with somebody and then later they find out you're gay and then they leave. They just leave right out the bat before you can become connected oh, gotcha. um, or they stay. So it's like, it's a lot of times people are like, why do you say that you're gay all the time? Well, one for one reason I, I am gay. So might as well talk about <laughs> it. Um, mm-hmm. But also because I want people to know so that they don't decide that, like, oh, I want to be friends with you, later find out I'm gay and then leave. Uh, um, or accuse me of hitting on them mm-hmm. or something weird. Like, they, it's like a very, like, oh, you're a predator. So oh, I know a lot right. of gay people, yeah, will, like, straight up say, like, I'm gay. 
Um, and sometimes as a joke and like in passing, but it's like, a, are you okay with this? You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. Yeah. I always wonder. I never actually got to ask it. I just always thought he was a cool guy. So I, to me, it was just like, you're a cool guy. I don't care. Like TMI, you didn't have to tell me you woke up one day and didn't want to suck a cock or whatever, but like, I'm just, no, you've always been a cool guy. And that was the thing that always like bugged me. I'm like, like, wow. Like y'all are like that, like scared of like or like you know toxic masculinity has you that scared that like if you use the word cute oh my god you're gay now or like i'm just, yeah. and then like like what's wrong with that anyways but like it's just so wild that it's just like i i have to treat women this way or talk this way because this fake standard of masculinity that i have to live up to like it's just the most wildest thing ever that like and that's like hey uh this toxic masculinity thing can you not point it at me can you just not yeah. <laughs> and like and then like the thing that's like um well why are men so afraid of gay men and it's the greatest answer i've ever heard to that is like they're afraid that men are gonna treat them the way they treat women wow because yeah. they yeah. know it's wrong and they don't want to be treated like they treat women but they do it anyway Dang, that's and deep. they live in fear of being treated like that and I think that's fascinating yeah. because it's often true because a lot of times I'm like a lot of times like uh, I, I feel like too like it's a lot of guys like they don't do it on purpose because they just grew up w- in a certain way, you know, but you can ask them like, would you talk to a man like that? Would you say what you just said to me to another man? And mm-hmm. they would be like, no, absolutely not. And I'm like, exactly. So why did you say it to me? That's what I never thought right. about. It. They don't want to be treated like a piece of ass the way they treat everyone else. Mm-hmm. That's, that's wild, so yo. I'm having like a. That's why mm-hmm. you were so like about treating women like a girl that like if a dude came up like a you mean a boy you'd be like they lose their goddamn mind. Yeah. Lose their goddamn mind. Yeah. Damn. It's... You don't want to be a piece and of that's ass. That's something that, that right. comes up every now and again when. Um, like, I don't want no guy hitting on me. It's like, oh, really? You don't want someone like, no that you're attracted to anyways. hit on you? Weird, isn't it? Oh, really? Oh, really? Isn't it awkward when strangers yeah. come up to you on the street and, like, talk about your ass? Like, is that awkward for you? Hmm. <laughs> um, is it? Is it? Is it? That's, yeah. yeah. Damn. So that's an interesting little yeah. thing about that. But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely experienced it's always fucking me going to see movies i mean that's just the that's just the catch of like seeing sci-fi and comic book stuff to this day is just like walking on the edge of glory going out and interacting with other people in general Yeah. yeah i think fandom culture is a little hard too because like fandom culture is how people identify themselves instead of just identifying themselves as who they are you know like people make their whole identity the thing that they like Mm-hmm. Um, so when they feel like the thing that they like is being threatened by something lesser than they, then they fear that they will become lesser for it. And it becomes a big, like fucking hot mess. Um, which brings me to my next big thing where I walked into, uh, I, I, I stepped into the Marvel shipping blog for like shipping world for a second again after all these years and promptly it was like I opened the door and looked and went nope and then shut it immediately you did that, that um, Homer Simpson thing where you came in you hung up your hat then you turned right back around yeah. after your hat left because <laughs> part of it is 
and I and I think fandom culture is really interesting to me, and I think like we talk about nerd stuff here, so um, we're kind of part of that fandom culture. Um, but I think as a person who's read fan fiction that's older than I am, I think preserving it's really important because it's part of a history of cons- consumerism. And also, like, humans having, um, what do you, what do you even call that? Authority or, um, agency over how they choose to consume and interpret things. Um, fan fiction and fan art have always been that. It's our active part in doing something. So you know how, like, when you say to your kid, I don't want my kid watching TV because it's not interactive. But then you we bring it into an interactive space, um, which some creators like, some creators don't. But at the end of the day, it really makes or breaks your your piece now because there are shows that I never would have watched if I hadn't seen some good fan art of it or something. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I, it's like one of those things where I see something and I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. What is it? Um, and then I go on a journey and I start watching the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, or reading the book or whatever. So I I think fan culture is an interesting conversation with creators, um, but also with each other that where we bring it into like an interactive space. And it also allows a lot of people who aren't creative in their day-to-day life, maybe, to have a creative outlet. You know what I'm saying? So the person working the nine to five he like comes home, writes their like novel length fan fiction, and they get out what they need to get out there. Um, and it, you know, it helps them. Um, and that's all well and good. And shipping is all well and good. And I'm not here to kink shame anybody or like ship shame people. There are still ships that I dodge. Um, like that gif of Spider-Man dodging all the lightning bolts. (laughs) But, uh, tagging culture has gotten so much better now that it's, it's much easier for me. Every once in a while, there's still a surprise um, sometimes there's PP surprise, um, <laughs> and you're like, no, um, but mostly like everything's tagged, right? Uh, but here's the thing. I don't know if it's just that everybody, like we have this new generation of like young people and I don't want to blame young people. Cause I think this, ne- I think this upcoming generation is actually badass like a lot of people have been saying millennials are tired we're really tired um and we're kind of the generation that just gets blamed for everything and then like we're arguing for rights but like everybody's ignoring us and it's like you're kind of getting stepped on and blah, blah 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 and we're just tired like we're ready to lay down whereas this new generation that's coming up um, especially with on our on issues like gun control, like those kids yeah. are fighting and they're not stepping down. You know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. saying like this is wrong. We need to do something about it. And I'm really proud of that, and I admire that about this upcoming generation of people. That being said, <laughs> they weren't there for the dark times. <laughs> they weren't there for the dark times. The um, sweet summer children. You sweet summer children. You know not of which you speak. Um, I've been in the fan world for a really long time. I have been reading fan fiction a really long time. Um, 
I have seen content that I wish I had not seen. You know what I'm saying? Um, There's definitely stuff I wish that people didn't write. And I think that it's been interesting seeing how that becomes someone attacking another person. And, like, sometimes stuff that's totally unfounded, like, they'll call someone a pedophile who's not a pedophile. I There was this um, person who was saying that you're racist if you like this one ship, but then you go to their Tumblr and their ship is also two white people. So I don't understand how it's racist for other people to like these two white people together, but it's not racist for her to like these other two white people together because she doesn't like the ship that the other ship is. So she's just going to go around and call people racist. That's not okay. Um, For one thing, it devalues the actual word. Like there are times when people are legit being racist in fan fandoms and you have to be like, Hey, this is, this is racism. Um, like, Hey, could you maybe not draw black characters with big round, like circle red lips? Like there's a reason we don't do this anymore. Let's educate you. You know what I'm saying? Like here is propaganda art that, people used to draw black people for years that's like why we don't draw black people a certain way now right like that stuff's important to be there to be called out because that's first of all a history lesson um and also like gives you context for what you're talking about and that artist can now move on from that space or choose not to and that's unfortunate if they choose not to but you know like they can move on from that space because sometimes it is just literally ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Um, But that's important. But when you're calling someone racist for shipping a ship and that's it, that, that I have 700 million questions (laughs) about how that's okay. And then like you then go on Twitter and you tell everybody to not follow this person essentially and ruin their fan base it's happened again with pedophilia when someone was drawing two grown adults together that were well into their 30s and someone called it pedophilia because they didn't like the way they drew them and um they lost their twitter uh they lost their tumblr account for it um even though they didn't do anything wrong like they did they actually did not draw pedophilia like there was and that's a serious accusi- accusation and can end up on people's records. Like, people can be tagged as sex offenders for that kind of shit. So you better be fucking absolutely sure before you go calling people out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and not just do it because you're bitter about a shit. That's bullshit. Um, then, the, then this brings me into AO3 because there's been a lot of drama with Archive Your Own recently. And the drama is around the fact that they allow material that contains sensitive um, themes like uh, rape, incest, so on and so forth, right? Um, and it's you, you're, you're supposed to tag it um, so that people can not read it if they don't want to read it. Right. Yeah. 
But the thing is, is people are now, younger people are now arguing that AO3 was created as a safe space um, for pedophiles and rapists. Um, And that's why it's being um, attacked right now and young people want to report it to the FBI and have the site taken down. You foolish, foolish children. Um, Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what AO3 is. It was founded by mostly women by themselves. They wrote the stupid Mm -hmm. source code so that they could have a safe place to post gay and lesbian. I mean, it's for everybody. So, like, you can have straight fix and everything in there. And then LiveJournal, the tags you have now, because fucking LiveJournal was a nightmare, first of all. But second of all, they the reason that AO3 doesn't get rid of the ability to tag those things is twofold one in being that sometimes stories contain rape or like past like a history of some sort of trauma abuse whatever and that's not it's not focused in a sexual manner it's focused in a story manner right are you gonna go to barnes and noble and take every book off the shelf that has rape in it that would include people's autobiographies that they wrote as part of their healing through sexual trauma, right? Because a lot of people do. Um, characters who minorly mention in the background that they were raped and it explains part of their, like, history and their story now. Like, are you going to go through and take all of those books out? I'm not saying that writing about rape in a, like, sexual way is right. Absolutely not. But there are lots of times where it just exists in a story as a bad thing. It's supposed to be bad, right? Like, that's the point of it. It's supposed to be the bad thing that happened. And, like, you can't just say, like, oh, this is problematic, so I don't want it in here. Fuck, like, life is problematic. That's how story writing works. You have a character who experiences several problems and they either solve those problems or they are unable to solve those problems and they either come through it as a changed person or they've stayed the same somehow. Like, that is how story writing works. You cannot have a story without a problem. Not everybody is gonna sit down and read 500 pages of slow burn fucking coffee shop AU. It's just not gonna happen. Specifically calling out the coffee shop AU coffee shop AUs. I'm calling you the fuck out. You're wonderful and sometimes I really need that fluffy shit but like it's not for every single book. You know what I'm saying? You can't have an entire like bookstore full of those books. Sometimes writing about quote unquote challenging content since the literal dawn of time. So this is not a new phenomenon and it's not a new phenomenon. But I I definitely feel like I I want to put that out there, but I also want it to be absolutely clear that I'm not defending this. Like when people make smut about certain things, I'm like, that's not okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not okay. The same goes for AO3. The second problem is I I understand people at this point though because what they're saying is we don't want pedophilic writing on AO3 and we don't want um non-con for sexy reasons on AO3. Um, And they are, but they're blaming AO3 for that and saying that they're creating a safe haven for those people. 
I would rather not have those things on AO3 too, actually. Um, but it's very complicated because of what happened in Live Journal. And I feel like there's someone out there who could better describe what happens than me. Um, so you should probably Google it if you have never heard about this, but the strike through policies in Live Journal. Um, turned out that, like, it be- first it became a very male dominated space, which is very fascinating. And then, as it did, um, any content with LGBTQ text or subtext was removed under certain guidelines of looking for certain things. And the things they said they were looking for were those tags of rape, paleophilia, blah, 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 blah. Um, But they ended up using it as like an overall morality clause, right? And just started pulling all of the content. So one of the reasons AO3 says that they don't have like those words banned or part of their removal is because they don't want it to ever become a tool for people to just start taking all the LGBTQ content off of their website. Is there a way they could probably fix it? Probably. Um, Is calling the FBI on them the answer to this problem? Probably not. All you're going to do is get rid of AO3. And like all that archived writing is going to be gone. It's just going to be gone. Like, that's a piece of history at this point. It's a piece of pop culture history. And, like, you're just going to delete it because you can't, like, bother to sit down and have a proper discussion with someone and, like, try to figure out an answer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, There's definitely a lot more to happen here, but a lot of it is this younger generation coming in to spaces that are specifically not for minors and demanding they be for minors. And like, as I've said before, AO3 has content warnings. When you click on something, it asks you if you're willing to view mature content. Because um, it's not even it's not even just that. They just don't want to see sex either sometimes. And I'm like, I'm sorry, honeys. Uh, then don't fucking click I am okay with viewing the mature content. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it. Don't walk your ass into a fucking mature space. As I said to the podcast before, I was like, don't go to a strip club. And be angry that you're seeing strippers is all like, that's my, that's my point with this sort of thing too. So there's a lot of issues interwoven in this. um, But I think a big part of it is like this culture we have now in fandom culture and in shipping culture that's so toxic and disgusting. And like everybody is a police officer and I'm like, y'all need to calm the fuck down. Is there fucked up shit happening? Yes. Should we do something about it? Yes. Do we just start a weird witch hunt like the same fucking way that they started fucking hunting for witches in Salem? No. That no. We we don't do that. We don't just start burning people at the stake to find the one person who's writing this fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be a better way to go about it. Um And I also think that, like, outside of the other stuff, I also don't, like, understand people fighting, like, literally fighting over ships. Like, don't. Just don't. Let it go. (laughs) 
let it go kids let it go there's more there are more issues in the world right now like if you use that same energy that you used fighting over like stucky versus stony like you would you would fucking be able to have free education at this point i'm just sure of it because the fire that you kids have for this argument would just burn down the government and leave it asunder like that's just you could do it you could do this but like just leave people alone like to go to voice actors houses or threaten their families over ships that's disgusting look at yourself take a good look at yourself as a human look being at your life. look at your choices look at your life look at your choices so i'm i at tldr <laughs> does ao3 have problems yes is a witch hunt the answer to those problems no there's got to be a better solution um look up the history of live journal and see why people are wary about certain stuff and also like use that energy that you're using over petty ship wars to like I don't know. Do some fucking good. Use it to come up with a solution for AO3 instead of just like burning it to the ground because you don't like it. And finally, if it says 18 or older, you better be 18 or older. Get a hobby. Take up gardening. Take up gardening. Do something. Yoga. Anything. <laughs> Yoga might help your blood pressure. Just saying. Like, <laughs> That's your salt. We have one. We have one. We have one salt. Hell yeah. One Let's do salt. it. Anybody want to take it? I can. Cool. So you. I took okay. the last. I took it last time. So. Yeah, I said I'll take it. It's cool. Um, this one's from Fifty Dexterity, probably at Ninety Nine Dexterity. Hey there, Salt Lords. Dragon Ball Fighter Z is set to receive its first balanced patch. An update here. They just they. Adjust characters with buff slash nerves. Later this week, and the patch notes were released today. I'm real salty. I won't fill this feedback with a bunch of fighting game terms, but to put it simply, they're buffing one of the best characters in the game and nerfing low-tier characters, which is a truly baffling decision. I'm not overly shocked about buffing the stronger character cell in this case, since arc system works. The team behind the game has been... Blah, sorry. Since arc system works, the team behind the game has been doing the same thing with a character in Guilty Gear for years. I'm just a, a bit blown away. That sucks. I hate that. When there's like a stupid overpowered character and they're like, uh, let's, we're gonna balance it. And by balance, we mean refine them even more so they're better and more powerful and oh. tweak the lower level characters so that they kind of become worse. I can't believe I didn't mention this, but I, uh, I updated Overwatch and I have the new Hanzo, um, controls because they got rid of, uh, they got rid of his, um, what do you call it, scatter arrow, um, mm-hmm. replaced it with a double jump in either direction. Um, you double jump the direction you're looking. So um, there's that. And uh, then he also got rapid fire. Um, I'm still figuring out how to use it, but I feel pretty powerful right now. I always forget right now that I have a double jump, though. Um so I'm like, where the fuck, where the fuck am I going? Where the fuck, I'm trapped. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I got doubled. And then I'm sniped before I can even use my double jump. Um, but yeah, uh, if you if you haven't checked that out, you should check it out. Um, I think it's kind of a fun update 
I know Caitlyn, or some say Cosm, is probably going to be like, I have, it, she's like, I have one relief when they said they were getting rid of Hanzo's scatter arrow, and then she saw this shit, and she's like, I have one fear. Because <laughs> um, it is, it is mighty, mighty frightening, but I think it's pretty balanced. Um, at least you actually have to aim to hit stuff now instead of just like <laughs> hitting a wall and then like scattering the arrows everywhere. But uh, yeah, if you if you can check it out, if you were like, what the fuck? And you will either be in fear because the other day I had this Hanzo that I swear ulted like five times in the last four minutes. Um, that's like uh, that happens. Though. Yeah, I've had that happen. Yeah, but like it was no. Nikki, Nikki, it was mm-hmm. scary. Um, mm-hmm. Some was, Hondos are just that fucking good. I'm getting that good, uh, but I say as I as I am not that good. I have saved my own ass a few times as Hanzo. I feel like your responsibility if you're a sniper is like to take care of your own ass and mm-hmm. uh, let the healers heal your DPS and your tanks. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just thought I would mention that real quick since we're talking about nerfs and. Uh, like buffs is that hanzo got the like most i'm not sure if it's a nerf or i i guess it's supposed to be a nerf but it feels a little buffy so So Uh, some people are super pissed about it oh i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure yeah Yeah, i it it is it can be kind of scary when you're like oh a hanzo but they're over whoa it's over here now jesus ah it's firing like 50 arrows at me jesus yeah, so I'm and talking then the like people... I'm not gonna play Overwatch anymore because I hate the Hanzo <laughs> rebalance, and I'm like, dude. Yeah, <laughs> there's oh, my people guy. like that every patch for any game. True, it's like I'm never gonna play this ever again. And it's it's like, always ridiculous. Okay. I I mean, like, and if they're mad about losing Scatter Arrow, maybe they should just get good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe they should just actually hit something. Scatter's so broken because all you have to do is aim it at the person's feet and it's yep. one shot. I hate it. It's one so shot. Yeah, so that's what they got rid of. Yeah. Yeah. They. That's fair. I think that's more than fair. And then they told everyone to if get good. If you need scatter shot to play Hanzo well. Maybe you shouldn't be playing Hanzo. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't just, be playing Hanzo. Just putting that out there. And that was our uh, that was our imported salt yeah, and my yeah. addition to it. Yeah, we tra- translated uh, DBZ into Overwatch because I don't think any of us yeah. play uh, Dragon Ball Fighters or Fighter Z mm-hmm. or whatever they want to call it. Looks cool. Yeah. I always just have a problem with that because like some of the characters are overpowered. Like Piccolo mm-hmm. is pretty much obsolete except for raising like- Goku's kids. Like right, he doesn't, he can't it's really almost do like they're <laughs> they're keeping them broken to stay with the show because that's how it is in the show. Like, no, make characters more powerful. Come on, okay. Yeah. But that just reminds me of that episode. Was it? What is his name? Big Sam. <laughs> the Big the Sam. when they were doing the Gundam. It was, oh yeah 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 Big yeah. Sam. Big Sam. Big Sam. And Dan just kept picking Big Sam and he won like every single just, fucking you game. You just walk into a you guy. You just walk that's, into a guy. That's literally and Aaron, all you have to do. I couldn't tell if Aaron was like actually mad or if he was just like, he's just like this fucking guy. Big Sam. <laughs> he's like, uh, I'll pick a Big Sam. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like, that was one of Aaron's favorite games, wasn't it? Yeah. 
So he, he probably knew Dan was going to pick Big Zam and then stick with Big Zam, because anyone who's ever played that game knows that Big Zam's broken as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Big Zam. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Can, yeah, yeah, so. Let our bot, let our, uh, let Jake lead us out. I'm so sorry. I'm over here. <laughs> sorry. Well, uh, good luck with, uh, yeah, Guilty Gear and DBZ there, buddy. Like, we're rooting for you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so with that, um, where can we find everybody on the internet? Kay, let's start with you. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade, and on Facebook as Crowfeather Cosplay. Hey. And Nikki, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Lost Panda. I remember like the plane scene, but I don't remember all the. I'm sorry, <laughs> and you can find me. <laughs> All around me are from anyway. Um, you can find me on Twitter as Filthy Wizard and on Tumblr as Filthy Magic User. <laughs> Yay! And you can find me on Twitter as Jake underscore Lionheart. I've got all my uh, links there. And hey, jump on Spotify and listen to my new song. Just look up Hell yeah. Lionheart, and you'll see it, and it's great, and you'll love it, and it'll tuck you in at night, and it'll tell you how special you are. And it's just a song that'll stay with you forever and love you like a puppy loves you unconditionally, even if you treat it bad and swat it on the nose sometimes because it pooped in your in your room, and you're like, you're supposed to poop outside. And that's how my song is, okay? Sometimes it'll poop in your room, but it still loves you. So go listen to it on Spotify. Anyways, um, yeah, if you, if you like our show, you can check our, our Twitter at Podcast Salt. Um, thank you for your imported salt. If you, if you have anything you'd like to share with us, any like salt about video games, cosplay, um, movies. Hey, if you're watching, you know, if you watched Infinity War and um, as of right now, if you want to send a spoiler-free salt or a spoiler-free praise, send it to our DMs. Like, we would love to hear it. If or if anything we... send spoilers to me, personally, <laughs> to, yeah. you can DM mm. at Filthy Wizard. Yeah. But only mm. spoilers go to me at Filthy Wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like, we want to just keep the conversation going. So if there's anything that you have a response to, I know we usually say what you, your important salt is what you're salty about. But if you have a response or, like, hey, this reminded me of this, hey, we'd love to hear that, too. So just head over to um, at Podcast Salt and um, hit the DM. The DMs are open, and you can just let us know what you're thinking, what you, you know, what Going you would like to. the DMs. Exactly. Sorry. You know, if, if you have, like, questions. We had, I think, last week. It was a simple salt, and it, it spawned this really cool <laughs> Marvel discussion. So it was pretty awesome. So we love having that, and um, we love hearing from you. Also, if you're new to the show, you can find us on Fireside.fm. You can find us on Spotify as well, and you can find us on iTunes. And I think that's everything. And if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, keep us going, um, you can head over to Kofi.com and help support the show. Any donation helps a lot. That's ko-fi.com forward slash salt report. And we'll love you forever and we'll shout you out and we'll give you X's and O's. So with that, we'll see you all next week. Bye. 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 I, mm, bye. For just for my... <laughs> 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 <laughs>